Genre. to infinity where we are counting down the marvel movies one film at a time until the release of avengers infinity war in may today we are covering captain america the winter soldier you have with me today well you have me ray Ruzo, with my co-hosts chris o'connor and becca raybergen excelsior yo and just like we had on the first captain america we have the wonderful naomi wong with us as well how do we do well that was so enthusiastic we're always (laughs) (laughs) always looking forward to having that energy on the show so for the longest time i think captain america winter soldier held my personal spot for best marvel film Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. only just starting to teeter yeah the Um, last couple have been real good Uh uh-huh yeah it's still in the top three. Oh, my top three is getting really crowded because I'm trying to like fit five movies into my top three. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of those funny things. Like people ask you, like, what's your favorite Marvel movie, or what's your what, what's your top five, or something, or where do you where do you rank this one? And you can be like, oh, I, you know, for me, it's like in my top five. But considering there's 18 of them, it's not bad to say that one of them is in the top five. Yeah. Also, like. I remember, it, I think it was in, in the group, people were ranking them, and I was like, I'm not going to rank them in terms of how good movies I think they are. Yes. I'm going to rank them in That's... how often I watch them. Or how often you can't I ask me to tell on. you which one of my children I love most. Exactly. I mean, I'll name them, but I, you don't need to ask me. <laughs> Just ask me which one I want to spend more time with. <laughs> I'm sorry, Thor the Dark World, we're going to send you to boarding school. <laughs> That's where all that Shakespearean <laughs> stuff came in. So, Captain America Winter Soldier, I think, was a movie we were all eagerly anticipating at the time because we all knew what was coming so good as soon as the title came out everyone knew everyone who knew everyone knew that that's where Mm -hmm. this movie was going the friends i went to see with it with did not know it was amazing it was amazing sitting next to them and i was just i'm glad i have such a good poker face because i'm not giving (laughs) this away that's awesome and then it happened and they were like oh my goodness i think carol caroli actually hit me (laughs) (laughs) repeatedly when it happened it was great i was rewatching it with someone who had never seen it before and wasn't really a marvel fan so she didn't know and my roommate was in the room uh and she's seen it a million times so we're watching and you know already uh i'm being made fun of because it's the scene with nick fury and the i love it amazing car chase and i'm sitting there like i'm so i have seen that scene now like at least 10 times and it's still such a good scene that I'm mm-hmm. like, I can feel the tension every single time. And oh, then yeah. you get that like screaming robot music and oh, you see God. the Winter Soldier appear and my roommate just goes, Bucky! 
<laughs> and I'm like, she didn't know. She's like a unicorn and you ruined it. You took this from me. How dare you? Can we talk about that soundtrack though? It's oh my amazing. god. It's my favorite one. <laughs> like that, that, I'm like, what instruments even make that sound? Is it like, are they putting it through a feedback loop? Are they, like, how did they make synthesizers. that really unsettling yeah. noise? <laughs> Electric guitar, so synthesizers, good. pedals, effects, wah, wah, wah. Like, I can only describe it as screaming robots. <laughs> yeah, it, it is pretty much screaming. It's, 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 it's the, the soul of his arm yes, screaming. exactly. This film, like, I don't think I was prepared for what I ended up getting from it in terms of it. In terms of, like, the politics of the movie and mm-hmm. the morality of the movie and the character work in the movie, it was, like, an all-around really satisfying film and there was a lot of meat to it. So I feel like I pick up on something new every time I watch mm. it mm-hmm. because it's got, I don't know, like, it's a real political thriller. It really yeah. is. It really this is. This is a f- it was actually... Yeah. It was written before the drone program was well known. Um, uh, I think. It depends on how plugged in you are to, to sort of intelligence and military activity. I was already pretty, I was, my, my circle of friends were already pretty well versed. Um, so it wasn't exactly new to us. Although it was interesting to see it like sort of tackled in, um, in sort of a popular, you know, a, a comic book tentpole movie. There'd been like a couple of um, like sort of more independent or smaller scale, like uh, high stakes dramas that had dealt with uh, drone warfare a little bit. Um, I'm struggling to think of one that featured it exactly, but I think um, was it Syriana, the one with George Clooney? That one, I think that came out first. And there have been a couple of others that that dealt with it, mm-hmm. but but yeah, there was definitely a, a, a an uh, uh, an odd moment in a. Uh, but I mean, it fit. It it's perfect for for the series. It's perfect for the character. It was really great. And also, there was a, there was an interesting thing about the politics that um, you know coming out of it. Um, I'm, I'm I I kind of was struck with and and a part of this. It, it's a little bit of a criticism in that um, it was con- the 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 story and and the political message were constructed in such a way that I noticed online, like in the discussion, basically everyone thought the movie was on their side. It was a really interesting sort of thing where my conservative friends and my liberal friends, everybody kind of came out of it thinking like, yeah, man, Cap's right. And it's like, wait, what? And and they were all sort of like <laughs> saying these things about each other. Like, you're, you totally want to just, you want to run the, the helicarrier from the sky and you want to shoot everybody. It's like, no, you do. You want to do that. That's what you want to do. And it's like, no, you do. And and everybody. Newsflash, no one and, wants it. So yeah, don't and, do it. It was really interesting that, that this movie on the one hand, was able to to tackle uh, a complex and, and 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 difficult issue, and you know, granted, it, it is still a comic book movie. It's still very much an action movie, so it doesn't, you know, sort of it it wasn't up for any Oscars, but it did a good job with it. It did a good job with the material, and it so like amazes me that it did a good job with the material, and people still came out of it like everybody was like, yeah, Cap's right. What? Okay, all right. Cool. That's good. <laughs> I feel like the general decision agreement with everything should be yes, Cap is right. <laughs> Therefore, if Cap wouldn't do it, then you're wrong. Exactly. In my entire 
life of reading comic books, I have only read a comic once in which I felt that Captain America was in the wrong. Only mm. once. Which one was that? Uh, that was the one when he wanted to turn X-23 over to the authorities. Oh, okay. And Matt Murdock was like, excuse you, no. That sounds really out of character. There was like this whole thing where she, like a few years before, she had been sent in on an assassination and Cap mistakenly uh, let her go, assuming she was a victim and not the assassin. So it was very like a guilt driven thing mm-hmm. sort of doubling down and trying to cor- overcorrect yeah exactly and and in the end he realized that the best thing he could do for her was send her to um Xavier's school but it took yep. him a little while to come around to that he was literally about to hand her over and then was like you know what no here go 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 learn how to mutant well good luck so this movie starts so should we start yeah at the top? yeah yeah it's a very good place to start Indeed. Um, so it's the beginning, the we see this really awesome dude running across the National Mall. In the in the wee hours, in the pre-dawn. It's like dawn. The pre-dawn yeah. light, yeah. And there's pretty music playing in the background. It's very patriotic feeling. <laughs> and then this jerk comes up running fast behind him and says, <laughs> On your left. On your left. <laughs> and you see Sam a little bit don't later. And it just it keeps yeah. happening over and over again. I, and love, I, just, I, I love that. Love... Don't you say it, man. Don't say it. Don't say it. Gah! And then he tries <laughs> to run after him. Yeah, I, I, I've lived in this area since, since like 2006. And like uh, before I got a job, I spent a lot of time just walking around that area, mm-hmm. um, like in the uh, around the mall, around the monuments, around the tidal basin. And it's like it's really, you know, great the way that they cut it. Like you can see that uh, like Sam is he's on he's on his route and this is one lap for him. And you can tell like how many times he gets lapped. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like this is one circuit and it's a big circuit. Like if you if you go down to the mall to run, you can definitely cover a lot of miles without repeating yeah. yourself at all. You should be ashamed of yourself. Ah, okay. Take another lap. <laughs> did you take it? You just ran, I assume you did. You just ran 13 miles yeah. in 30 minutes. <laughs> 26 miles an hour. Like I I watched like I like that this is how the movie opened because this is what I can. This movie is what I can show people to be like. Hey, why do you think, for some reason, that Steve has no sense of humor? That he's not a little shit. That he doesn't just freaking. He's like trolled a random stranger just because he could. <laughs> like he doesn't know Sam. He just is like, oh, there's some guy running. Better mess with him. <laughs> but I think he already pegged him yeah. as military. Yeah. I th- and it was definitely out of like respect. And if Sam hadn't been reacting the way he had, Steve probably wouldn't have fed off of it the way he did. It's there's yeah. just like that immediate camaraderie between the yeah. two of them. And Good friendly banter. It just really sets Sam yeah. up, I think, in the best possible light as well because he's a new face in this movie. Oh, yeah. Everyone else we 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 know already pretty much, but Sam is new, and Sam is just an absolute darling. Sam cuts clear through all the bullshit and just pegs what steve's problem is you're not sleeping Mm. (laughs) your mattress is too soft yeah you know there's that again that immediate camaraderie where sam shows that he understands steve on a level that none of the other avengers do Mm. so yeah tony's never gonna say anything about hard beds tony stark built a bed in a cave in (laughs) afghanistan (laughs) (laughs) and sam's like please i do that every i did that every single day for like two years oh man 
Yeah, I did. I did like the bit where uh, how, how far did Steve get into introducing himself? He's like, you know, I'm Steve or something. He's like, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like who else is gonna lap me thirty times? <laughs> but it's very like I like that because it shows that Steve is humble. Yeah, in mm. a way. Like, he, he doesn't want to rest on the laurels of the mantle or, you know, the title and the stories and this. He's just like, I'm Steve. He doesn't, yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't assume people know who he is. And then the, um, the list, right? The list oh, of yeah. things I that he missed. List. I wrote, da- I I wrote everything down one. and then I lost Me it. Me too, yeah. 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 I was <laughs> like, he only crossed out one thing. That means the, the only thing on this list he's actually looked up is Star Wars. <laughs> And then he has to move on to Star Trek. Have you guys seen that really old movie, The Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> Steve's like, yes, yes, I, I understood that reference. Maybe but he's gone by then. With you. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's he's left the field by that point though. Yeah, so he didn't hear the reference that he understood. <laughs> It'd be really funny if by Avengers: Infinity War, like just every other thing out of him is a reference. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's talking like the nerds in uh, Geek by Night. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone's like, Steve, calm down, we get it. You finally found Netflix. We're we're in the middle of a Kobayashi like, Maru, guys. At some point he <laughs> looks at Thor and goes, Hey, you look like the dad from the first few minutes of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved I loved that uh I didn't um th- on this watch, I didn't like you know, it was freeze frame on his list of things. But uh mm-hmm. and I, I wish I'd looked up some of the other stuff, but apparently like in every like different region, they put different like they, yeah. they did a different list of things that he yep. was like writing up. I, uh, oh mm-hmm. yeah, very slightly, yeah, just yeah. L- little yeah. things like differences for England, different for uh, you know like uh, South America for for China, uh, just just different little things to to be like this is pop culture that's important. You need to look this up. Very smart. And then a sh- and then this car shows up. An awesome and, car. And- uh, re- yeah, a really hot car, and then the window rolls down. Either, either of you boys know where the Smithsonian is? <laughs> I need to pick up a fossil. <laughs> yeah. It's because he's rock hard! Yep. I love that um, they established so early on that since Avengers, Cap and Nat, Nat have become really good friends. Yeah. Well, almost friends. Mm. They're co-workers, definitely. Because almost. Think- really good, yes, friendly co-workers. Very companionable co-workers. The trust thing comes in later, but yeah. they're still... Like she, he sees her as, you know, he doesn't have many friends, and he clearly has a, you know, bantery thing going with her. They've definitely bonded mm-hmm. and kept in touch since New yeah. York. Yeah, but there's definitely like the sense that he he can tell that she he's not sure if she's trying because it's some sort of a job or if she's mm-hmm. earnest, and so he is himself like a little like he'll play along. But he's still a little reserved, and that friendship runs into a crisis pretty quickly because immediately, mm-hmm. yeah, immediately. So she, so she's here. She's zooming off to pick him up for a shield operation in the Indian Ocean. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah, Strike Team is going out to uh, check on this remote. shield ship that has been taken over by pirates. Jasper, and sit well. Steve oh, immediately no. picks up on the fact that. They're not off course. They're trespassing. And he's already feeling like this is an icky kind of situation. Did he jump without a parachute? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. yeah, he did. And like, so this is like a pattern with Steve throughout the films where he says something snarky and then jumps he's out just of all a plane. casually, right? just like, I'm fine. Hey guys, I can do whatever I want. It's just how he rolls. That's how he gets the like last in, word. Yeah. It, 
Yeah. Have a come back to this. Like, oh, you yeah. think you're going to ask for the Avengers? He's like, I'm a captain. Jumps out of a plane. In the Avengers, there's only one god, ma'am. He and doesn't, I, dress, he like doesn't dress like that. Jumps uh, out of a plane. Yeah, I guess he does. Does he have one in um, Civil War? Does he, jump, does, does he jump out of a plane in Civil War? Well, he tries to hold the helicopter to a roof in Civil War. So sexy. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then Bucky gives him that look. Those were some pretty, mm-hmm. pretty yeah. biceps. Mm-hmm. It was kind of amazing. Anyway, um, where were we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he dives out of the plane, and and like, uh, what's what? Uh, less important. Rumlow uh, is like, did he not have a parachute? Yeah. Rumlow's all like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a parachute. Whatever. He's better. His name than is me. um Ugh. Jack Rollins. Yeah, he plays Rollins um the other guy. He played Anatoly in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> okay. Who? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what? I swear I watched that movie. I just can't tell you what happened except for who's Martha? Martha! <laughs> How do you know that I'm name? I'm a friend of your son's, ma'am. <laughs> I just tried to jam a spear in his face, but then I found out your name is Martha, so we're best friends. So you have this scene on the ship that's just amazing stealth. You got that him like going around with his awesome new top cop suit which i love yeah he's mm. just, i uh, love that uniform that's like one of my favorite of the cap uniforms just yep. bouncing around also the stealthy shield because it's you can tell mm. it's like darker yeah 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 he, he just like nailing people left and right like and and the shield physics of him uh, of, of it just bouncing from place to place which did we mention like in the first avenger yes. how it's like but if it absorbs all the vibrations yes. why doesn't it just fall yeah, down yeah. anyway yeah but i loved like the fight choreography within this and like the way they shot it like from the outside and it's like you know it's like a side-scrolling video game and he's just knocking guys off mm-hmm. the boat you know there's a couple of them i think that yeah. might have survived but everybody who fell off the boat is dead. They're dead. <laughs> oh yeah, super dead. I'm like now imagining that scene, but with like the Super Mario Brothers music. No, no. The when it when he when he gets the thing, he's like. Oh my god, it's so good! Like he's just bouncing off these guys, kneeing them, like doing all kinds of great moves. The the techniques are really good. Like it is very very flashy and showy, but at the same time. Like I recognize so many things in here, and I'm like, man, I wish I was better at that. Oh, that's so good. That's oh, that's so good. <laughs> and we haven't even gotten to the one-on-one with Batroc yet. Oh, that was freaking amazing. And I could hear that fight when I listened to the score because it's a very specific yep. segment yep. Yep. of the Lemurian star music. And it's just oh. and for for a moment there, it seems like somebody's got the drop on Steve, and then Rumlow comes out of the sky. Pew! Thanks for the help. Oh, yeah, you were really helpless. You looked so helpless without me. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were so defenseless. <laughs> you know, they split up to free the hostage, hostages and find Batroc, and Natasha goes down to kill the engines. And, uh, oh, man, I love the, like, you know, Sitwell's there in the little thing, and they're all, like, yelling. Oh, my God, that's, that's, that, that uh, infiltration sequences. The, they're, like, hanging so off the badass. boat, and, like, when, when Rumlow, like, like, that guy's talking through the door, and then he turns around, tases him, and he catches him, just like yep. so slick. I'm like, ah, oh, so good. This is like, Ugh. it's like I really wish Agents of Shield always had this kind of budget, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like what happened? Except they're the bad guys. They are the bad guys, because yeah, basically the entire strike team is Hydra, right? Like the strike team force, yeah. like they're all mm-hmm. all Pretty of much. SWAT is bad. <laughs> that sucks. Hmm. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> Because they're the best at killing people. I mean, it's really important that they're setting up how good they are at killing people 
right now when you think they're the good guys because it leads to really seeing them as yeah. a threat yeah. when the tide turns halfway through yeah. the film. Yeah. And then, uh, so that's that's what the strike team's doing. We got Natasha in the engine room. And then Steve, Steve is going to go find uh, find the leader. He's going to go find Petrock the Leaper, played by George St. Pierre. Ah, UFC multi-division, like division, multi-time, uh, like world champion mixed martial artist from canada in in the ufc like he was kind of renowned for he's a really great fighter and you should if you if you're at all interested in mixed martial arts you need to watch his fights but uh he was terrible and still is terrible at uh at smack talk he's not able to do like the conor mcgregor bullshit and get on a mic and like play up a fight he can't do it he can't insult people he's like a really respectful nice guy like he's he's very sweet. Like there's been a couple of times where they've tried to make him do it and they try to get him to go into the cage like after somebody else's title fight. He gets in there and he's like, oh, you know, Matt, I uh, was not impressed with your performance. <laughs> you see, that's so much more cutting, right? And, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's like the most Canadian French way. And he's of like, doing... you know, I'm sorry, but uh, I don't think you're going to have this belt for long. tell me that's not slightly intimidating though someone just like cutting your like your very specific performance (laughs) yeah no i'm not that impressed by you to be honest no 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 so so are you basically saying he is how steve would fight in the ufc very much so (laughs) yeah like his his style is very uh it's kind of similar like he he would fight like that and then also captain america would not be able to uh hell, they they mention it in a in a couple of scenes from now he wouldn't be able to to get on the mic and like you know smack talk other people he'd win all of his fights mm-hmm. obviously but uh he he would not be good mm-hmm. at um promoting the event he would not be well mm-hmm. compensated he wouldn't be able to set up super fights because he couldn't get people excited about it even though Sam does pitch Ultimate is, Fighting uh, as a potential no, career. No, it's not. No, it's not remotely <laughs> acceptable. No, no athletic commission in the world would ever sanction Captain America, the super steroid user, <laughs> to fight a regular human ever. That's insane. I just got to I just got to throw that out there. Not acceptable. But yeah, the fight between George St. Pierre and 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 Steve, it's really good. It's like really kind of interesting the it way it's really like good. very two-dimensional like the back at the straight back and forth and like uh and and when Batrock's like kind of looks like a Street yeah. Fighter or Tekken yeah, or something like it's that. It's very it's very like Street Fighter. And and you know like Steve still has a shield and he's using the shield and Batrock's like bouncing off it and like really aggressive and flipping and moving and, and kicking and punching and Steve you know gets the better of the exchange he's got his shield and uh, you know Batrock uh, in a very George St Pierre kind of way is like I, I heard you were more than a shield or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, you, you silly American with your shield. And he's like, all right, fine. So he puts the shield away and they, they fight and he, oh man, so good. See, I, I, I saw this bit and I'm like, I, it reminded me of like Back to the Future and any time that Marty's get called like a chicken and he's just like, all right, fight me. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, yeller? He's like, on va voir. Let's go. <laughs> but literally, Marty is super small and scrawny and that's yep. what Steve would be if he was born like into a teenager in, in yeah. the 80s. He would be Marty McFly. Yeah. yeah. A small person who likes to fight yeah, people. that's fair. So this fight with Batrock ends with Steve knocking him through a wall, a door, and yep. into the operation. door. Command center, I guess. And look business. who's there. 
Natasha, who had gone off the grid and did not rendezvous with the people who were rescuing hostages. She's, she's leaning over the <laughs> computer and computing. Yep. And backing well, up this the hard is drives. <laughs> she's being very snarky and kind of, you know, evasive. And Steve's not happy about this at all because he had no idea this was what she was doing. Yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> and they're so busy fighting, they don't realize Batroc is getting up, throwing a grenade, and running away. I am not impressed with your cooperation. <laughs> <laughs> Have a grenade. Have a grenade. <laughs> Sorry about this. And then, you know, it goes off. Steve, like, grabs Nat, grabs the yep. shield. And Nat shoots out the window. them both from the explosion. Yep. She's just like, okay, this one's on me. Okay, so yep. like, oh, she's like, okay, legitimately... That's my fault, and you saved my life. Thank you. I fucked up. And Steve's like, yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> grumble, grumble. And then we go from there. He goes to yeah. confront Fury. The Triskelion! Building in the middle of the Potomac! This is a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous building. Ah, it's so cool. I really love the way, the way they, cool. they built it and the way they did it. Although, it is kind of... How big is it? Like 40 stories? <laughs> Well, forty plus. It's more, more than, than forty, 40 stories because he he was on the forty fourth. Like yeah, it, it, floor. It, it is amusing that it uh, violates the height restriction for DC by quite a bit. Shh. By quite a bit. Um, I In think certain universe, maybe. entities might be able to get around zoning laws. <laughs> I'm just saying. I... Yeah, I, I suppose. And they get around the zoning laws by saying, look, we're building this building in the middle of the Potomac. Nobody wants to be in the middle of the Potomac. You guys, you saw what happened in New York, right? Nobody wants that to happen again, do they? Let us build the building. Which is also kind of political. It's like, hey, there's been a terrible disaster. Why don't we take advantage of this? Opportunity. So they get in an elevator and Steve says, you know, they used to play music in these things. (laughs) And then Fury goes on a thing, tells a story about a dad. Yeah. How he was an elevator operator. And it's, you know, just a shiny little metaphor for what's about to happen. <laughs> oh, keep on stepping. I do like that quote. No, like, Me too. The granddad loved people, but he didn't trust them very yeah. much. Me too. I, like, I feel that mm-hmm. on a very visceral Last level. Last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. I want to know how often Nick Fury uses that excuse to get out a of lot. things. All the time. I'm sure he uses the last it time I washed time. the dishes, I lost an eye. I'm disabled. <laughs> ah. Honey, where's my super suit? But now we get introduced to the Project Insight, mm-hmm. and it's this it's horrifying. philosophical question is the heart of this film. It's the minority okay. report. Yep. Is, it, is it Insight, I-N-S-I-G-H-T, or Insight, I-N-C-I-T-E? Insight, it's S-I-G-H-T. Yeah, okay. But it's both. Yeah, but it's both. Oh my gosh, you mean the whole thing is like a double meaning pun? That's so unlike comic book movies. Also, also in your sights. Yeah. <laughs> ah. These people are all in sight. So, you know, they got like the bit. It has a triple the meaning. The big, like beautiful, like modified helicarriers. Now. They've got like three of them just under under the tidal basin, like hanging yeah. out in, in like this no awesome, you know, sort of super advanced hangar bay thing. Um, Tony built it for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hey, guys, I'll, I'll just send my. Well, he definitely updated the uh, yeah, because he got engines. up close and personal <laughs> with them. <laughs> and do you think he just like saw them and got offended at how bad they were and was like, "No, guys, you're doing it wrong here. Let me let me just do something." He was literally inside one of the engines. Oh yeah, that's what he Avengers. said too. It's like yeah. we and got shredded. Yeah. Mr. Stark got an in close, like an in person, yeah, like up close, up close and personal, like look at one of yeah. our engines. He gave us some designs on uh, how to improve it with repulsor technology. 
Oh, wait. That was from yeah. Avengers, yeah. right? When he got caught yeah, inside. Yeah, he was inside oh, the right. rotors, like, yeah, no. getting squished around. Yeah, no, I completely missed that. I just thought he was like, this This is terrible, guys. What are you doing? Why, are you, why is your technology so outdated? Let me try There's something. a little bit of that, too. He would do that. I, I did... I completely forgot about the Avengers. I wish I had written down, like, Fury's, like, entire spiel, but, like, it, it kind of... He throws so many buzzwords in here, like a thousand hostiles a minute, DNA reading satellites, it's a quantum surge and like defense or something. It just mm-hmm. it, the, all the words like kind of come together Threat into analysis. nonsense. Yeah. I just I was like, mm, no, that's I mean, I get what yeah. you're going for, but the words you overdid it on the words. <laughs> yeah, they don't want you to listen to. I mean, they it's just actually to hear lots of really words. well played because you throw a bunch of scary jargon at people and. They're like, oh, oh, he sounds smart. He, this They'll this just sounds scary. This sounds important and scary. Guys, guys, the guy in yeah, the lab yeah. coat told me to push the button. I didn't hear about. I didn't hear the screaming. I didn't care. It's just the guy in the lab coat told me to push the button. What is being complicit? <laughs> uh, people would just go. This isn't freedom. This is fear. I'll take psychological manipulation for one thousand, Alex. <laughs> mm. You've found the first daily double. i win yeah so steve storms off in a huff a huffy huff a huffy huffy huff and then he goes to the va and hangs out with sam no i I think no he goes to the smithsonian yeah he goes to the smithsonian Smithsonian first smithsonian and then and then peggy six foot two 240 pounds gary sinise gotta earn that money yeah. He's doing the voiceover for and. that. <laughs> That's yeah. Cool. So I was. Like... I I in the, when he's at the museum and the little kid sees him and he's just like, <laughs> oh. He knows. He knows how kids look up to him. Oh yeah. The kids. The kids know. It's always the kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bucky was the only one of the Howling Commandos to die. I. That's. That's yeah. just preposterous. I mean, yeah, you know, okay. Well, to give his yeah, the li- only yeah. the only one to give his life in during the war. It's like the idea that there was like a special operations unit of like a dozen guys, and only one of them died. I'm just like because they were cherry picked by Captain America. Okay. They were the best okay. of the best. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. If you say so. A lot of people did survive the mm. war. That's true. That's true. But. It, it's like the, the it's and the the earlier you started in the war, the more likely, like the longer you survived, the more likely you were to make it to the mm. end. Yeah. So these guys were serving from the beginning, yeah. probably mm-hmm. volunteering like so, beforehand. Yeah, yeah, and they survived some stuff. And I obviously, as a Bucky person, wrote notes on the Smithsonian. Oh, what's in like his text? Oh, I, I was just gonna say I really like the use of the Smithsonian scene because I feel like if you've never seen the first Avenger. It gives you pretty much everything you need to know oh, yeah. to thoroughly enjoy this film. And I think yeah, it, in terms of writing, it's a really good tool. Did they film that at the Air and Space Museum? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's, I, 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 I really, I recognize that. There's a lot of, yeah. they filmed a lot of this movie like on, on location in D.C. Like I remember when they were filming it, there was a lot of uh, like at work. We were always like, "Oh yeah, you can't go around this way. We've got to." You got to. A lot of people were having to like. Commu- I had a couple of people show up late to the office because they had to commute around the Captain America filming, and that went on for weeks. 
They were, Those bastards. They were doing a, oh, no, I mean, it's fun. It's great. And, like, I think, uh, like, a couple of people saw them, uh, a couple of people I know saw them doing, like, the, the shooting for um, the bridge and, like, the fight scene. I thought that was in Cleveland. Uh, I'm pretty sure that one was, there were there were a couple of shots in there that were, like, in D.C. And I, mm, mm. I was also under the impression that a lot of the car chases were filmed in Cleveland because mm. I have a relative out there who mm. uh, there was a lot of highway shooting there. Mm. Yeah, and the um, the credits heavily credit the Cleveland Police Department for stunts and and a whole bunch of stuff. Well, Vehicles it's been a long that. time. I can be so. wrong, but it was really cool when <laughs> they were filming in DC. I'm sure there was definitely some like set dressing yeah. shots. Yeah. yeah, of of DC spliced mm-hmm. in but i think the majority because just that level of highway step you'd have to go out to a state like ohio to get... <laughs> uh, it's a medium place a like ohio metropolis <laughs> the medium place <laughs> peggy in 1953 steve saved her husband who was her husband they'll never tell us now and for Shokai. Ah! No, seriously, they actually, it, it's its fairly mm-hmm. well, someone went and did the research based on Agent Carter and realized mm-hmm. that it was, it, Ember Shokai's character, whose name is completely escaping me at the moment, uh, it, it's very likely that he was with the pe- group of people that Steve rescued oh, is uh, that, in the first okay. Is that the guy with uh, crutches? The, so the, it, yeah. The disabled? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wish yeah. I could remember so, the same I feel like the show was heavily yeah. leaning towards leaning towards them. him becoming her mm-hmm. husband. Yeah. And then Peggy. it says that beautiful segue to... To the saddest sad in all of sad. Now's the sad Peggy scene with amazing age oh makeup on her. Oy. So good. My mom Oof. did not believe that that was Haley Atwell. I want to know how many times Steve has been there and uh. had to be with Peggy realizing he's alive like how many times Ooh. has she had to go through that and has Steve you're had to alive you came back with her through it's been it. so long I'm just like mm. it's been 84 years and then she throws a diamond over the boat yep <laughs> and and then I and then yep. we all cried and it's a wonderful scene where you you do get him like sorting out his motivations of like you know Knowing you help found S.H.I.E.L.D. is one of the reasons I stay. And she's like, well, you saved the world and we mucked it up. Yep. It's just a really good scene. And now is when he goes to the VA. Yeah. 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 But first, the World Security Council. This seems like a really just bad solution (laughs) for any kind of real international problem. Kill it. Let's just kill it. Kill it all with fire. So yeah, that's the point where Nick has uh, Fury has realized that he can't for yeah, some he reason, can't access the stuff the, that Nat got off the Lemurian star. And we get to Secretary Pierce. That and it says he's the one who ordered the lockdown. Right. right. That he's the or- he's it's like, like I what did how not. what? I did not. This is highly incorrect. I'm tired of this motherfucking encryption on this motherfucking disk drive. <laughs> So he goes, confronts Pierce, is like, hey, we need Robert to- Redford. Robert Redford has aged Again, with past. comic book movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, with the Marvel movies getting really great mm-hmm. actors. I was so excited when they named him, when they yeah. cast him. Because he's in his 80s, isn't he? 
He was the reason I got my mom to see this movie. Oh, me too. Me too. I'm like, Mom, Robert Redford's in it. That was the exact same conversation I had with my mother. Isn't he older than Anthony Hopkins? I think possibly. He, I think he is. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, he's in yeah, great shape he's, for his age. He's pretty, pretty it's old. Like, Jeez, man. But you know what? You also knew he had to be bad because they would not have cast Robert Redford right. if the role wasn't going to be he like. Wouldn't have major. said yes. Yeah, it had to be yeah. something meaty and meaningful. Break. Exactly. So it's like even though he's making this like first appearance as like oh part of the World Security Council, he's securing the world. You don't trust him. You can't trust him. Like right off the bat. But then again, you know, Steve is against it, and he's the hero of the movie, so... Yeah. And Robert Redford has definitely got the look of somebody who would have played Captain America if they had cast it in the 60s, you know, and had the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now it's the car chase that we all love. I love it because it's Actually, the first thing, before the chase even starts, he has that moment where, you know, he's driving his giant-ass SUV. SUV. Uh, and the he sees the police side eyeing him, and he's like, "You want to see my lease?" And I'm like, "Even Nick Fury is not immune to driving while no, black." He's not. Mm-hmm. But before that even happens, he calls Hill and tells her he needs her in the area. Oh ASAP. yeah, deep shadow protocol or whatever. <laughs> deep shadow conditions. I could be there in four hours. You've got three. Leave your apartment up yeah. in New York, and that guy named Ted, and get down here and help me. <laughs> So yeah, you all of a sudden you've got these like four or five police cars trapping the SUV. They box him in. They bring uh, out that cannon, and the computer is like DC Metro or DC Police Department has n- no not in the area. Uh, no officers dispatched yeah. in this and they're area. Like spl- they're just spraying sh- like, it with bullets, and it's like you realize how brilliant this plan is, and that they're clever. People who see the police in action. On the street, they're going to assume that the police are the good guys, and whoever is in that black SUV... Especially if it's a black guy. ...is is the bad guy. Especially if it's a black guy, yeah. So they've put Fury in a really precarious situation. I love how broken this car is. But the car like, keeps going. Yeah, the propulsion system is not working. What the hell is working? He should have propulsioned out of there Air first thing. Air conditioning is online. He should have propulsioned... <laughs> if he had the ability to fly, his first response should have been to fly. well i think his first reaction was i need to give myself an anesthetic injection because i'm bleeding and broken yeah that's true yeah that's fair i mean the computer tells him to the armor on that car is that's that's some impressive stuff yeah it's just it is taking a lot of bullets and then the giant like pneumatic hammer thing i love it Battering ram, and then a machine gun pops out of the drive out of the center console. <laughs> Deploy countermeasures. <laughs> not yet, not yet. It's like wait for it to be at like zero. It right. just sprays them down, and then zooming around, like between cars over the sidewalk, mm-hmm. going against traffic. I don't know. It's just that is like one of the craziest chase scenes ever, and I'm amazed. I would be amazed if nobody on the street died. Yeah. Oh, they you know? some people so absolutely people. had to die. Like the when the especially cops especially because the cops were just shooting. Yeah, they were like ch- when they're like chasing after and they're like running over cars and like shooting through the bus to try and get him. Mm-hmm. It's like you know some people got hit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this was like 
an EMT's it's, nightmare. It's it's nowhere near as bad as that time the army shot up Harlem while trying to kill the Incredible Hulk. But yeah, it's bad. that was a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> but it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot worse. <laughs> and, you know, it seems like he's good. He seems like he's got away. And then all of a sudden, there's an explosion from the bottom of the car. Scary figure yeah. walking down the street. And, oh, my God. The goggles and the his mask. His movement. His, like, he's a really intimidating figure, and his murder walk yeah. is... He's got some walk, swag. Walk fashion. He's very slick, swag. like, matador sidestep. He's just like, I don't... He's very nonchalantly getting out of the way of the exploding, flipping, flying car. It's walk, walk, murder, baby. Economy of movement. I've heard, I've heard yep. that phrase used to describe him. He is highly efficient. He is not going to spend a single calorie doing anything <laughs> he does not need to do. Yep. <laughs> and right now he needs to kill Nick Fury. Except then Nick ha- Fury has the he has a lightsaber, butter knife he of has doom. A lightsaber. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that it was, was apparently invented by Fitz. Oh yeah. <laughs> I really like that tie-in to Agents of Shield, which got completely derailed by this movie. They had no idea this movie had this plot. And that it was going to blow up their entire TV show. <laughs> and yet, that I loved the end of that first season. Once this happened and everything went yeah. to crap, I feel like that the show actually started to become more cohesive than it was in the beginning. And then, of course, it kind of deteriorated. It's it's a bit. been through a number of phases. Yes been good it's been bad it's been good it's been bad now they're in space like you do i don't know (laughs) like you do fury is a smart cookie he knows he needs to disappear and so he goes to steve's apartment and turns on the radio Mm -hmm. well and but first we get we get steve coming home uh and and chatting with the that nice nurse who lives next door she's so nice she's so she's just and the sweetest so yeah. nice. she just so apparently sweet. finished a rotation on like the infectious disease ward or something but she's still really nice yeah and and when she turns him down she says don't go too far and then she's like hey i think you left your radio on how observant and steve immediately decides to go in through the window because steve <laughs> <laughs> Breaking into his own apartment. Is that not what you do? (laughs) No, Naomi, I use the door because I'm a normal person. Well, well, I I had a friend who was out of town and she wanted me to feed her cat, but she only had one key, so I had to go in through the window every time. (laughs) I was like... I was like, okay, should Spider-Man. I be doing this? Are people gonna are people gonna think I'm robbing the place? Like she lived on the ground floor and everything. She's like, no, it's fine. I do it all the time. The number of times, like, I drunkenly stumbled home in college, and I didn't want to go in through the front door and wake up my grandmother, so I drunkenly climbed up the rafters to the deck on the second level. Oh, man, I could have died, like, a dozen times. (laughs) Yeah. I also, though, I wonder if Steve's used to climbing in through windows, because in that flashback we get later on, he doesn't know where his key is, and it's Bucky that finds it. 
So maybe maybe he's used to climbing in the window because he just is really irresponsible and doesn't take care of his stuff. And because he was tiny. How do you even function? Yeah. Headcanon accepted. Yep. I often wonder how Steve survived as long as he did. Yeah. Bucky. How did he make it to like 25? Your luck and stubbornness. Bucky. Yeah, it was all Bucky. Oh. Also, quickly to go, go back to the Smithsonian very briefly, just because um, my notes. Yes, <laughs> go. There's, there's a section that says, uh, Barnes endured long periods of isolation, deprivation, and torture, but his will was strong. And then it says, in an ironic twist of fate, his prison camp was liberated by none other than his childhood friend. In an ironic twist of fate, as if he wasn't the reason that Steve Rogers went against all orders and flew to Italy but Bucky by himself. But <laughs> No, but it's the, the Smithsonian has I written know. this on I his like, bio. And I'm like... Yeah, they really did not know. I wonder how much of this exhibit is completely false. I mean, how much do they really want to be like Captain America went against army like orders? And no, I think I I think it's what um uh the colonel reported mm-hmm. because he couldn't just say right. like yeah he went AWOL. Uh, Howard Stark flew him in a plane. Instead, I sent Captain America to liberate yeah. prisoners, and, and this guy by just chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, alternate on theory, this... they were hiding the gay. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> also, though, on the same wall, which is why I, I doubt their um, ability to find facts, the, big, the top of Bucky's wall says born in 1916, but at the bottom it says 1917 to 1944. So what's the truth? They don't even have the same information on their same wall. That they made. The truth is a lie. <laughs> hmm. Trust no one. It's not all things to all people all the time. Alternative facts. Also, apparently Bucky is the oldest child of four, which means he had three siblings. And I wonder how many of them are still around Aww. or what family they had. I wonder if Steve's ever gone to visit them. Mm. Oh, Fields. I wonder if Bucky's ever going to visit them in the future. I think he might like stalk them. Mm. From like, a keep distance, an eye on it. Yeah. I don't think he would show right. up. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine like having been one of his little sisters? You are now an old woman, and your brother shows up looking exactly like he did when he disappeared, mm-hmm. except for now he has a metal arm. Except if they were still around, they would be aware of him by this point because in Civil War they they call him by his name in the news reports. Mm. Mm. Man, that would fuck you up big time, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. James Buchanan Bonds. I knew a James Buchanan Bonds. He was my older brother. It's been 84 years. <laughs> Let me just throw this diamond off the boat. <laughs> so, Fury, so he breaks in, finds Fury, like, bleeding out in his apartment, basically. My wife kicked me out. Uh... Well, he's just banged him, up. He's not bleeding out. Shit's going down. Shield he's bleeding off. pretty darn badly, okay? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but he's yeah, not, like, shot three times him. in the back. <laughs> yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, yeah. There is time. <laughs> he got he got hit a lot. Okay, so he finds him yeah. bleeding in his apartment, and Fury's, like, typing messages to him on the phone because... Shield compromise. Shield compromise. Ears everywhere. Ears everywhere. <laughs> and there would be eyes in Fury's phone. Let's point that out. Like, yeah. him typing on his phone, not exactly that secure. <laughs> Assuming that yeah. 
Hydra Shield has like ties into everything. If he doesn't send it as a message, it's possible that it's stored locally and it doesn't go yeah. anywhere. Not if not if um Hydra's got like malware stuff on the phone or yeah. spyware stuff. Like just phone. getting all of his keys. He's probably strokes. got a stock phone yeah. though. He's probably got a stock phone. Oh. Yeah. And stock and and you know Tony Stark, mm-hmm. he's he's an asshole. He doesn't like also for his own stuff. use. He might just have Unless one that he buys with cash it. every week. You know, yeah. Just takes some cash out, goes to a Seven Eleven, gets buys a, new a new burner one. every week, just because. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. So I buy that. I was if I was, um, if he I never was turns really on the Wi Fi and the and the Bluetooth when he's at work. Or at all. <laughs> yeah. Meh. So then he gets shot. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. Yeah. Three times in the back. Boom, boom, boom. With a massive, massive boom, boom, boom. weapon. Ugh. And pretty so solid. Give Steve the hard drives. And tells the- him not to trust anyone. And at the same time, and then the nurse from and then the nurse comes in, comes in yeah. with a gun. I'm Agent Thirteen. I'm really glad that they did not at all use her last name in this because it would have just. <laughs> I feel like it would have ruined a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. I think they would have put it too much on a romance mm-hmm. track. Right. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat. Right. And like, it, I don't think that romance was handled phenomenally no. in Civil War. No. But I'm it, glad it, it didn't. No, no, yeah, that was another thing where stuff was here. just too crowded. Too much was going on. It couldn't they get just, the full They attention. did not need a romance plot in this movie right. at no. all. Yeah. Which is really funny because Nat spends half the movie like trying to set Steve up with girls. Yeah, yeah. which which I I I wrote a note about that. I was like, I don't understand why Nat seems so obsessed with getting him laid. Uh, like, yeah, why? I think it's the movie's way of trying to make them explicitly not a ship. Yeah, I guess. Like, if, if she's yeah. setting him up with other people, it means she's not romantically interested. Or in she's him. like projecting. And I guess a lot of that like wants somebody else to. You know, yeah. Sometimes yeah. a lot, a lot of these conversations just reminded me of like when I would go to work and like I didn't have my first kiss until I was about twenty, and people would kept being like, "Oh, what do you mean you're nineteen? You've never been kissed. I'm gonna find you a man right now, and you're gonna kiss him." And like that's all it reminded me of. So that might just be <laughs> me projecting. I mean, it also kind of. I mean, like you know, I, I, I'm, I'm perfectly, I, I'm, I'm quite happy with the relationship that they do have. Like you know, uh, uh, Cap and and Black Widow. I like that they're they're good, you know, super bestie friends. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, like this movie, like if if Sharon Carter wasn't a factor, if Agent Thirteen wasn't a factor, it would be easy to see them have a, like Black Widow and Cap have a relationship later on. And yep. like, frankly, I would much rather that than what happens in Ultron. Um, same. I would I would super <laughs> much rather. There are so many things I would rather happen okay. than what happened in that mess of a movie. I have a confession. At the beginning yeah. of the movie. Are you a Bruce Nat fan? Uh, at the beginning of Age of Ultron, when Steve is like kind of goading Bruce yeah. mm-hmm. uh, about Natasha, I almost feel like it's payback for what she did to him throughout <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I like it. That makes sense. That makes sense. But then it went too far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like you took the joke too far, guys. <laughs> no. Like, oh shit! I didn't mean for this to actually happen. I was just being a dick. Yeah. I mean, you know, my 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 goal relationship for, with her for her is is Matt Murdock, Daredevil, but that is never going to happen because movies and Netflix never the two shall meet. Mm-hmm. Damn it! They do not mix. They are unmixy things. Damn it! But anyway. Where were we? <laughs> so I remember we're we're at uh, chase. 
That's so Agent chase. 13 has come in and yes. he's about to take off. Oh, they, and he like yep. breaks Tell through walls. Yeah, and... he like, he, this is like a human wrecking ball. Like he's, yeah. he's like literally like barreling down these hallways, like yeah. this office space, apartment space, okay, like just bouncing off the walls, busting through the doors, jumping mm-hmm. like here and there and just smashing things. I wonder what it's like to work in that office and come in on the <laughs> like, day. What the hell <laughs> just happened? Did a giant Dorito bust through our walls? <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. Uh, when Bucky catches the shield, though. World's most dangerous game of Frisbee. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they get on the rooftop, and Bucky's almost at the end there, and, and Steve, like, whips it out there, like, <laughs> like he's playing ultimate Frisbee Whoa. in a very... Wedding. Very frat boy and and Bucky just turns and, just, and he catches, catches it. it. Boom! Like, it's like oh oh shit! It's oh, on. We gonna die. We gonna die. <laughs> Someone <laughs> had a picture of that catch, and then Hella catching Mjolnir, and someone yeah. and they responded like, "It's like if you have enough eyeliner, yeah. you can catch the unstoppable." Eyeliner objects. is really good for catching things. Yeah. <laughs> Long head golf catches magical object. If if you ever need to catch something, you need a lot of eyeliner. Good to know. Yeah, that's why it's the only thing I really wear is makeup. <laughs> so you're worthy. Gotta have them. The raccoonier, the better. Dark eyes. My goal is to look like a raccoon. Woo-hoo! Trash pandas. Trash pandas. Yeah. Best little monsters. It's so much worse. So much worse. Come on, that's next week. Oh man. Well, actually, no. Well, sort of. No, we are we are it's Guardians volume two, right? Week, but that was Guardians two. They're different movies. Are they really though? Yeah, and then he just he just slings it back at him, and like you know, with his mechanical arm, like the Incredible Force, and it just goes into Steve's gut, and like he slides back a few feet. Ah! But wait, Magical shouldn't not it cut in half? But shouldn't the shield absorb? No, like it's still the it's energy still with force, and like whatever. <laughs> Science. I don't even know, man. <laughs> the physics doesn't make sense when it comes to that yeah. shield. So then, Spider-Man's you know, they're right. in the hospital and operating. Well, Steve's gonna get better hiding Fury. stuff. Oh he yeah, no kidding. But but first, the dramatic death. He yeah. puts it in the freaking yeah, vending the machine. Yeah, the fate of the, the world. Is, the... But he didn't even pick the best place in the vending machine. There's other stuff. Are you kidding? Behind the hubba bubba? Who the fuck wants the hubba bubba? Four people. Nah. That's all it takes. It's like, oh man, I want some hubba bubba. Oh, I want some too. But you, and then it's like, you hey, can what's back see here? the USB stick. You can see it. <laughs> like it's not even like if you put it behind what well, the, yeah, the Altoids yeah. or whatever. There's so many of them in there, big boxes. So you wouldn't even be able to see it behind there. But God, no, put it behind, behind the three hubba bubba. Also, he did it really fast. It's like, well, how did you get that in there? He was rushed at that point by uh by Rumlow. Rumlow was trying to get him out of there. Yeah, and yeah. back to Shield headquarters. The Triskelion. Oh, but I want to point out uh, the moment, like Natasha is really hit hard yeah. by Fury's death, and you have that moment of so him by her body or her by his body, uh, just about to cry, basically. And I remember uh-huh. for the trailers they covered his head so that uh, you because wouldn't spoilers. know he had died. Yeah. But I think. Raise your hand if you knew it was Nick Fury from the trailer, even though you couldn't see it. This is a podcast. Just tell me if you're raising your hand. I am. But I I didn't really watch any trailers. The other part of that trailer was that it's Rumlow's line, um, I heard about what happened with Fury, or I'm sorry about what happened with Fury. So you know that something happened. And then there's a body. So you figure out, like, it's really easy to 
you know, figure it out. And it's interesting. There there was uh, a camp of people who I think during the movie were fooled and really thought Nick Fury was dead. <laughs> I'm like, how many how many times does this make it that, that Marvel has been like, Psych. he's dead, lol, lol. Psych. Just joking, he's not dead, yeah, they've done lol. A too much. It's at least three, right? Too much. I'm like, I'm trying to, I, I can think of three off the top of my head now. So then you get uh, the scene between... Secretary Pierce. Pierce and, yeah, he goes back yeah. and he's talking to Pierce and that's like, you get that like his really convoluted explanation about... Nick Fury hiring the pirates to get yeah. an excuse like, to get hey, on man, the ship. Like, hey, man, you're trying and... really, you're trying really hard to uh, convince me that this guy who just died is a bad person and is responsible for everything, which makes me think something might be up. <laughs> what a handy scapegoat he is! I don't is. know what it's. Yeah, hmm. just just a little. Never bit. mind the fact that the connection was in fact legitimate that he made mm. that it was <laughs> yeah. Fury who hired Batroc. But yeah, yeah. But the way that it's like, right. like I know he's only just died, but here, here, here we go, here right. we go. Lying with the truth. The uh-huh. knowledge that his father served in the 101st as well. I was like, yeah. And then you grew up to be an asshole who goes against everything your father and his comrades fought for. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, if he was in the 101st, that means he was a paratrooper and one of the best. Like, they were the best. Yeah, they were cream of the crop. So, fought yeah. Nazis. And then he grows up to be Hydra. Yeah. Every single member of the 101st was a, a volunteer because they didn't let people who weren't volunteers be in the airborne. Mm, it makes me yeah. mad. And then he tra- then he grows up to be a Nazi because Hydra is Nazis. Congratulations, then... your dad hates you now. <laughs> and then basically, as soon as he is not on Pierce's side, Pierce is like, "Okay, we're gonna kill him." Yeah, it's a very quick decision. Uh-huh. Yeah, let, let's yeah. not even let him leave the building. Let's get in the elevator. I love awkward. this. Oh my Where there's one of the worst pieces of ADR in the history so, of the planet. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, because so... the original line that was in the trailer was, Before does anyone want to get off? Yep. <laughs> does anyone want to get off? <laughs> so they went funny. back and had him say, does anyone want to get out? But they didn't They yeah. didn't um, change the camera. Nice. Nice. <laughs> does anyone want to get off? <laughs> Crowded glass <laughs> elevator with 13 huge guys. I sort of suspect that Rumlow did get off yeah. on this. He definitely did. Yeah, probably. Um, he, he seems like that yeah. kind of creep. Yeah, yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, so, yeah the that's a that really he, the epic that he fight gave... scene. Yeah, you know, because he's realizing, like, as people are pouring into the elevator, he's like, "Oh fuck, this is a setup. This is a trap." And and it's not like a normal mix of people who work in the office. Everybody is six foot tall, two hundred plus. One pounds. guy who's sweating. <laughs> <laughs> one guy who's sweating. One guy's got his hand on his gun yeah, already. You know, like the guys that are they're There's getting on this thing. It's like, tells. all right, so here's the deal: we're gonna get into an elevator. And we're going to try to take out Captain America. Uh, just relax. Relax. There's a dozen of us. There's a dozen of us. We're the best. We're the best. We can do this. we got this. like a 10% got chance, this. guys. Come on. We can do it. Yeah. We can do it. Go team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we Someone's failed. Own... I, re- I remember reading a, a story that someone, I think they were at like a convention or something, and they were in the same hotel as uh, Chris Evans, and they were in an oh, elevator, gosh. and it was deadly quiet, and he was like, Hey, so uh, you know that one scene in the Winter Soldier? He's like, that's all I think about every time I'm in an elevator like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that um, once he finishes taking everybody Aww. out, and he you know opens the doors and then cuts the wire, the cable on he's the like, elevator. He's just like, well, shit, I got nowhere to go, and just jumps Whee! 
out the yeah. just I guess I'll jump out of the really, really tall From, like, the 10th floor or something. And try to curl my very large body into this it, very like, small shield and hope it, it protects and, like, you know, me. like, lands on it and just, like, whoa. I hope that absorbed love- all the vibrations. <laughs> I love uh, Sitwell's reaction to that. It was hilarious. <laughs> He's like, are you serious? <laughs> like, yeah. And Rumlow's like, you didn't see it's that. It's not personal. Coming? It feels well, personal. Rumlow was unconscious, so he couldn't yeah. say you couldn't. See, you didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Rumlow would have been like, oh man, that was so cool. Rumlow has been witness to him jumping out of stupid things. Yeah. yeah. Did he? Did he take a parachute? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. The shield is his parachute. So Steve rushes back to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> well, first he has to take out the Quinjet. Oh yeah. right! Yeah. First he has to he's get out. Extra. He's got the the his motorcycle and like just zips along, tosses it up there, and like he runs and jumps along it and like rips it up and gets on his motorcycle and my motorcycle's off. Ugh, I'm so excited just thinking about it. But, uh, speeds off to the hospital to get his poorly hidden USB <laughs> drive, only to find that all the gum and it's USB gone. drive. And then she shows up gone. and she's just like smacking and blowing bubbles. I love it. She bought all the gum. I want to know how long she was waiting. The whole time. I want to know how long she waited there to petulantly snap she gum. She didn't leave. No, wait. She left again to change her clothes. No. Yeah, she did change her clothes, but then she like- yeah, I think she she stole the clothes from someone else. Okay, so she found That's a, actually so another... she found a hospital room and stole their clothes. Probably. Pretty much. Oh, God. Some poor nurse is going to like finish their shift to go get her clothes and find like- <laughs> I don't know. It's been stolen by Natasha. Depending on the situation, (laughs) they may not need those clothes for a long time. Um, So, yeah, like, I I love her her bit. Like, he's confronting her and he's, like, all furious and, like, whoa, why did this happen? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I love her line. I only act like I know everything, Rogers. Yeah. Which is. That's how you get people to tell (laughs) you things. It does. It works. Like, Like, it's not. Mm -hmm. um, By no no stretch of the imagination am I anything like, you know, the Black Widow. But I have found in my professional life that. Well, obviously, if you do it too much, it's a big problem and you're going to get yourself into trouble. Sometimes, if you act as though you already know what's happening, people will just tell you. I mean, it's something that they oh, yeah, wouldn't okay. otherwise say, and it's, 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 it's very helpful. I, yeah, I used to get a lot of um, gossip that I didn't ask for at work just because people assumed I already knew. Yeah. <laughs> so they would just like talk about the situation that was it's happening. Like, oh, that's I was like, interesting. Okay, I guess yeah. the two weeks ago something happened, um, and then yesterday it all came to a head. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad I was in the loop for the entire time. I knew it all, of course. Um, I just... You knew it first. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was the first person he told. Yeah. 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 Bosom buddies. Yeah. Smooth bore slug, Soviet maid. Gonna tell you a story. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye, No rifling. Oh, yeah. I bet yeah. you look really terrible in them. That's yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, sure you do, Natasha. Whatever. That might have been too strong. Yeah, a and but we we got most of that uh, speech of hers in the trailer too. You know, bye bye bikini. Most of the intelligence community doesn't think he exists. Most of the intelligence community thinks he's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have that really crappy line of like, "Let's find out what the ghost wants." <laughs> Even he couldn't say with a straight face. Like that's in it, the bloopers. It's it's so fun when you get a line that you're just like, really. You wrote this line, <laughs> and I have to say it on camera. Like I had, I had a line once where I was trying to find someone through a computer, and I was, I had to be for a film. Like we're gonna, like we're going rat hunting. Want to come? And then we were like, oh, this person, one of the rats. <laughs> oh my god! Gotcha. Oh. I literally had to say one of the rats 
Gotcha. Like, uh, but seriously, as if it was someone like like it was someone who'd murdered someone or something, and I was like, yeah, yeah five caught you. Yeah, one of the rats. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> I'm reminded of uh, Harrison Ford's line to uh, to to George Lucas. It's like, George, you can write this shit. That doesn't mean we can say it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it was one That's of those amazing. things with with Star Wars where um, a lot of the reason a lot of in the prequels anyway. Yeah. Um, the people who did better with the material were sort of classically trained because it was like language that didn't really make much sense to modern audiences, <laughs> but they were able to find the meaning because they unnatural. were used to doing like Shakespeare. Yeah. Because yeah. they were used to doing Shakespeare yeah. and stuff and finding meaning in what isn't comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you try to say it normally, like you're not saying something, yeah. <laughs> so they go into the Apple yeah, store. Yeah, the Apple store. Oh, and I loved her little her little We're bit of Aaron. advice. The first rule of going on the run: don't run, walk. Yep. But the the guy from the Apple Store, I've seen Aaron. him like all all over the in a bunch of commercials and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, a yeah. lot of commercials. He was also on uh, an episode of Adam Ruins Everything mm-hmm. and a couple other things. Yeah. I uh, recently saw a, he- a headshot of him without the long hair, and it was very weird. I'm like, how are you the no. same dude? Right. No. Like, We're getting what? married. No. No. <laughs> oh, where? Where are you going Something on your like honeymoon? That. But yeah. Also, Jersey. like, no one would actually get away with what they're doing in the Apple store, loading a USB Shh. into one of their computers. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah, but specimen. Yeah, yes. the geniuses exactly. would totally yeah. stop them. My God. He, he looked really good in those glasses, <laughs> I'm just going to say. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, my God. I have the exact same glasses. Oh, yeah, you're practically twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so natasha's trying to find out what's on this drive and they're getting married it's being controlled by an ai and it's re- rewriting itself to counter her commands it was written by someone slightly smarter than her. i'm slightly slightly yeah <laughs> i'm sorry um i just i looked up aaron on the marvel wiki yeah and it has relationships allies steve rogers and natasha romanoff customer (laughs) (laughs) allies it just it just just really really tickles me that it's relationships allies steve rogers customer (laughs) natasha romanoff customer (laughs) wow his status is alive guys don't worry okay great that's cool (laughs) okay i'm glad romlo didn't kill him all right really quick he's a human he's a human that's really sweet so they're able to figure out that it came from somewhere in New Jersey, to- Jersey, and that's all they can get the information from this drive before they have to motor because the strike team is making their way through the mall looking for them. Uh, they have a very awkward kiss Cats on the hoodies. elevator, so that kiss me. public displays see of them. affection make people uncomfortable. Yes, yes, they do. I have a really hard time believing that the strike team could have gotten from the Triskelion to that mall in nine minutes. <laughs> well, um, they might not have been at the Triskelion. No, they but may they have showed the cars leaving from the Triskelion. Also, um, well, some of them did. were coming. It yeah, looked, I, I'm not sure, but it kind of looked like the Pentagon City Mall. It which really is, did. Yeah, which is very close uh, to to the basin. It, I, I can believe they got there in nine minutes. That's not. <laughs> which also begs the question: Why did Nat and Steve go to one so close? To their base. Because, we may never know. Well, I mean, like, if you drive... The thing is, like, you want to get out of your... You want to get off the road. Like, all the roads around here are, like, covered in cameras. It's one of the most watched areas on Earth. 
Um, there's like basically no street intersection or highway that they could be on and not be seen. Hmm. So you want to, if you know, he's on his, his flashy motorcycle with his big shield that's red, white, and blue. He needs to get it underground and get out of it, get, get off of it and get to something else as quickly as possible. Hmm. And in that area, in the Tidal Basin, um, in uh, Alexandria, the Pentagon City, um, Crystal City, all that area, there's a lot of underground const- like uh, uh, architecture. There's a lot of underground malls, a lot of underground tunnels, a lot of um, stuff that's sort of subterranean, lots of parking yep. structures. So it's you know it's conceivable he got off, of, he he crossed that bridge, got past that Quinjet, and then got to an underground parking area and was able to get to basically stay underground the whole time. Cool. Thank you for giving us an update on a... So he turned into a rodent. <laughs> and then they hotwire a car and start driving to New Jersey. And, yes, they borrow a car. Because he, <laughs> he learned how to steal them in Nazi Germany. Yes, he did. <laughs> Where did Captain America learn his I love, car? I love those posts that are like, Steve never actually learned how to drive. <laughs> and that, that, that eventually when Bucky comes back, he's going to be horrified when he sees that they're letting him drive. He's like, why are you letting him drive? He's the worst driver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that your first kiss and you since have a real, that really good moment between nat and steve yeah. uh where i just her whole her whole thing about like it's a bad way to live but it's a good way not to die hmm. yeah i wish i'd <laughs> mm-hmm. i wish i'd taken more notes on like their interaction there but there was like yeah. that that line that she had about like uh what do you want me to be and mm-hmm. there was like sort of that that moment there where it was like kind of tipping, and she was like asking that question, and it's kind of like, "Are we going to be friends? Are you? What do you want? What are you saying? What do you mm-hmm. want?" And then he's like, "All you know." He he keeps on sort of the straight and narrow. He's like, "I'm not interested in you that way," and and she's fine with. They're fine with. They're from that. There there was there was like a little bit of that tension in the in the truck scene as they're going along. You know, they're talking about, "Is that the first kiss you had since 1945?" He's like, "Whatever, shut up. No, it's not true." But uh, I thought that was a really great scene. Totally. Yeah. It was absolutely true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and what's wrong with that, to be honest? Mm. Nothing. No, I think yeah. it's fine. I think there's so much more to it, though, than just, like, Natasha wondering if she, if he's into her. But that, you know, she, in her line of work, she doesn't really get the opportunity to develop real friendships. Like, she can yeah. have those work relationships. And she just lost the one relationship, that stable relationship that she had yeah. in Fury. So. That we know of at this like, point. Fury was probably yeah, and- the closest thing to a father figure she ever had. Yeah. Yep. And, and oh, yeah. That, that you know, he was her says- boss, but... Where she when she asks, "What do you want me to be?" I think there's like I think there's like a I I think she would be open to a, a more romantic relationship, but I also kind of think she didn't want him to to go that way. I think it was like a yeah him. a test. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it felt kind of like a test. Is this a test? I think it was a test. Not, <laughs> it's not always a, a test. Romantic <laughs> yeah. situation, but like I, I feel like she's definitely at a loss for. Mm-hmm what she needs to be doing right now like obviously there's the mission yeah. but beyond the mission what she's supposed to be doing with her life like what is where is you know yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. she's 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 trying she's trying to write, wipe the red out of her ledger right yeah and how she's supposed yeah. to do that from with what's going on mm-hmm. yeah and you see that you see that breakdown again in a couple of scenes when she finds out a little bit more about yeah. what's going on 
Okay. So they follow the signal and they end up at Fort Lehigh military base. Fort Lehigh. Mm-hmm. Which if they're gonna name it Fort Lehigh, then at least put it in the Lehigh Valley. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> which is in Pennsylvania, not in New Jersey. Guess what? I live here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does anyone else find the like weird um semi hallucination, semi flashback of skinny steve really jarring a little like i love it the fact that they like make eye contact with each other and acknowledge each other is kind of like why happened it's like turn into ali mcbeal for a second (laughs) a dancing baby steve (laughs) oh god if i could criticize anything in this movie that's my biggest criticism (laughs) it's just kind of like what Why'd you do yeah. this? It makes me wonder if they had other stuff in a similar vein, but they ended up getting cut out, and that was just like the last remnant, probably, of something that made sense in a bigger, bigger context. Probably. And then Steve realizes there was a building in the wrong place. Yes, because you can't have ammunition this close to blah blah blah. Yep. And it's old shield, complete with the old shield logo. Yeah, I do. I love the old shield logo. I do. I find it odd that Nat asks Steve who's the girl. Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. Because I'm she like, because I'm like, either she knows. Because like, I'm like, wh- I'm like, because in my head, there's no way she doesn't know mm-hmm. who it is. But on the other hand, what what could she possibly want to get out of Steve from asking the I question am, in that don't moment? No. Which is why I'm like, you know, I'm like that was a weird plot device for the writers to use in that moment i'm like there's it doesn't make any sense yeah she should know yeah like she works for she works for shield she, she knows the know history who the founders of shield are yeah she's seen that picture before and absolutely mm-hmm. there there's probably pictures of peggy all over shield yeah all over the triskelion along with pictures of howard yep Although it's kind of a toss-up whether it looks like Dominic Cooper, Cooper or or um uh, or Matthew Slattery. Well, <laughs> the reason why it was Dominic Cooper is because it's a Captain America movie. But if it's a if it's an Iron Man movie, then it's Jonathan Slattery. <laughs> it's all about perspectives. Yes. <laughs> Who's doing or the remembering? Or Ant yep. Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers: uh, Age of Ultron. I, I don't like to talk about. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, that's Civil War. That's right. Yeah, it's Civil War. Civil War. The only thing yeah. about Age of Ultron I like to talk about is what constitutes being worthy with the hammer, and is an elevator worthy? Yes, <laughs> that's the only thing I like to talk. <laughs> and and him ripping a log apart—that was pretty. Oh cool. uh, yeah. And now, so so they've Zola. broken into <laughs> Old Shield headquarters, and they find a secret in- elevator inside the secret building. Yeah, and they find Zola with all his Ni- roles. Yeah, of the nineteen seventies computer Zola. Would you like to Oregon play a game? Trail renderings of his face? Yeah. Oh, not even Oregon Trail. <laughs> no, that's, that's way before Oregon Trail. Ah. I know, I know. I love that. It's so much fun. I, lo- I love when when Steve is like, "Yeah, I've seen it. I know, yeah, I know, that, like, movie. I know that movie." But has he? But has he seen that specific movie? Yeah. Or is he just trying to get it to shut up? No, I, and stop I think because, he's seen that one. You know. I, I, 
Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's that was a lot. I bet that notebook has more stuff on that list than what we saw. Right. I bet there's like pages oh, of stuff sure. he's he's gotten through. And that yeah. one was probably also recogni- recommended to him by Tony and Zola um, boots and up and yeah. is truly and Zola this, at this point. Yeah, like this he is, is the tr- the realist version of Zola that we have. <laughs> Uh, it's a face like, on a TV screen and, and computer this is, screen. Yeah, and this is where he tells us that uh, uh, Natasha Romanoff, born 1984. False. She uh, was not born in 1984. False. There is absolutely and no uh, way. It's just like I think when she joined Shield, when uh, Cliff brought her into Shield, they fabricated her birth date so that mm-hmm. it wouldn't look suspicious. That ah, okay. she looks the age she is. Right. Uh, I believe in the comics, her date of birth is nineteen twenty-eight. Yeah, and that's conceivable. They could they could do that with uh, the uh, the Black Widow movie that they're they're mm-hmm. currently writing. So it's possible. Yeah. yeah, that would be an interesting thing. Yeah, to do. no, there's a whole Black Widow Homecoming is full of a lot of really interesting things about her past and the things that were done to her. Uh, the psychological conditioning and the drugs that were used on her. Yeah. And my favorite part of this is there was a certain pheromone that was used that um, prevented the Red Room girls from turning on their handlers. And Nick Fury found out about it and used it on himself. <laughs> and she Smart. was understandably furious when she found out about this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> and she definitely got angry enough to want to try to hurt him and then got like really sick. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's see that's the thing. It just doesn't work if she's born in 1984 because you know There's she the KGB the, line. The KGB dismantled in what 92? She would have yeah. been like she would have been 6, 7, 8 tops. And so there's like no program yeah. there for her to be pulled into. The Russian Federation, like, you know, the sort of collapse of the old Soviet Union, the turmoil of the 90s, and then leading into, I mean, like, you know, FSB is a dangerous intelligence agency, but there's no way that they're, that they would maintain the same sort of programs and, and have the same sort of institutional, like, resources and control that the old KGB did. And, and it just doesn't work that she's some sort of super trained Russian spy assassin from 1990s Russia. I, I just don't buy it. Yeah. And she explicitly says later in this movie that she traded the KGB for Hydra. Yeah. Yep. yep. So she has to be older than 19, than born in 84. So yeah. I'm, I'm, hope, I'm hoping that uh, her standalone movie uh, deals with that in some way. Me too. That'd be, that would yeah. be cool. So Zola... Is running down the clock, waiting for an airstrike. Yes, he is. He is the exposition computer. Yes. He's being a distraction. Yes. Correction one: I am Swiss. I have never been more alive. <laughs> yes, I love the moment where Steve gets so mad and just punches. And he the, just like punches yeah. the screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he just continues on a different screen. <laughs> As I was saying. Steve, Steve, you hit the monitor. The monitor is not the actual computer. Shut up. I've been asleep for 84 years. So Zola gives us this whole Hydra spiel. Hydra's been growing a beautiful parasite. And also... They drop the seeds before Civil War happens. Yes. And also tells us what what really happened to Tony and Maria. Or 
Well, well, it Howard kind of. Stark. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's definitely in there. Yeah. Like he shows yeah. them, but, and yeah, it's it's there. But I'm like, just as a precursor to Civil War, I'm like, there's a reason they didn't say anything to Tony, and that's because they didn't have the complete right. facts. They had a couple of news clippings and Zola showing him a picture of Bucky. Mm-hmm. While he was purposely stalling, so how do they know? Like, he could just be throwing up Hydra yeah. symbols on anything. Right. Like, he found a newspaper clipping and of, of, of the accident and like, I'm going to put a Hydra symbol on here and now... Here's a picture from Tiananmen Square. Right? Like, yeah. y- it could mean anything and how do you know what to trust? So why Hashtag would you go up to news. someone... Yeah, why would you? Yeah, yeah, why would you then tell Tony <laughs> like 20 years after the fact... Almost certainly Zola would be involved in generating fake news. Uh, that's the thing that's really creepy is like I, everything going on in the world right now. I'm like, I really feel like, you know, some this this is happening. It might not be, you know, a, a old yep. sci-fi Nazi branch. This this these couple of years are definitely going to be in textbooks. Shit. No kidding. Yep. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. All right, let's let's get back, back to, to the, the movie because the real world is Come too on, depressing. Guys, let's get back to this movie where our heroes are about to be blown up because you are, we are all of us out of time. <laughs> you will be too dead to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Steve grabs Nat and the shield again and holds it up as the building crumbles around them, and they're hiding in that little vent. And it's it's just, and then they go to Sam because everyone else, everyone they know, is trying to kill them. Everyone we know is trying to kill us. Not everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I made you guys breakfast, yeah. you know, if yeah. you eat that sort of thing. I have here. Sam Wilson is too good for this he world. He really is. In his purple. Oh my goodness, that purple. Yes. Cinnamon roll. Too good for this world. Too pure. Yep, definitely. And who does he have to deal with but the biggest troll? <laughs> Ugh. Also, there was that weird... Scene with the milk with Robert Redford. Yeah, poor Renata. And, and oh, I wish you'd knocked. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was so like in case you didn't figure out ahead of time that he was evil. Now we know he's evil and that he's yeah. commanding the Winter Soldier. So yeah, yeah. And he does him. It does weird things like offer him a glass of milk and. <laughs> it's so creepy. Yeah. I also though I do love. Love the the information that that Sebastian Stan just really couldn't deal with his shit when Robert Redford was there, and he like walked into the refrigerator and stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Have you not heard no, that? Like, I yeah, Sebastian heard that. Stan tells that story no. a bunch of times. Yeah, he's told it a story before, like a few a few times, how he was like so nervous that he like walked into the refrigerator oh. and he just couldn't deal with his shit. <laughs> I just have to sit here and not move. <laughs> yep. Maybe that's why he just sits there and doesn't because move. Because they couldn't trust him. Originally he had lines. Originally he was supposed to do something very cool, but he just couldn't. He kept, he kept dropping his metal arm. Yeah. I mean, I doubt I doubt he had to... I don't, don't think they had him talk because... That wouldn't fit. I don't... Yeah, they, didn't, they don't want him to have too much... Um, is the word autonomy? Is that the word I'm thinking of? Right. Also, we still yeah. haven't yeah. had the big reveal, so... Yeah. But... You know, they maybe they had him enter and stand and move somewhere quietly and look menacing, but also make it very clear that Robert Redford was in charge because he was completely at ease and didn't care that there was this mm-hmm. major assassin just there. And poor Renata gets, you know, yeah, 
Because she left her phone. Because she left her. Always check to have your phone, guys. Yep. <laughs> Don't walk back into rooms. And knock. Especially knock, not knock, when you wet for creep. Ugh. <sighs> yeah, if you if you work for somebody whose job is head of the World Security Council, just assume you could die at any moment. Yeah, pretty much. Well. I mean, like, yeah. So then, back at a uh, Sam's place, yeah. Everyone yes. we know is trying Natasha to kill us. has somehow managed to straighten her hair without a hair straightener. You know, they've taken showers and gotten necklace. clean, and she has she has like. <laughs> Um, genetically enhanced super hair. I don't know. Yeah, I had written a note earlier on that she was like fighting with her hair loose and it was all over the place, but then she like stood up and then it was completely neat and tidy Pin and it's all in place. I'm like, how does... Tell me who your hairdresser is, man. Like, <laughs> I could never... Like, I have to put mine in a bun if I want it to not be all over me. You know? <laughs> yeah. Anything else, it will fall out. And you have this really, like, sweet sort of moment uh, where she's, you know, we were sa- we were saying earlier, she has red in her ledger, she wants to wipe it out, and yeah. every step she thinks she's taken towards doing that yeah. has evaporated mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Yeah. And if she wasn't feeling lost before, she certainly yeah. does now. And she asked Steve, like, if it was the other way around, if it was up to me to save your life, would you trust me to do it? I would now. And mm-hmm. he just says, I would now. Yeah. Because he says all the best things. And I think that's... Because he's that's Steve. I honestly think that that's probably among the most, like, personally intimate things anyone has ever told mm-hmm. her. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, the yeah. fact that somebody trusts yeah. her. Usually no one trusts her. It's a pretty big deal. And with good yep. reason. But he's like, I trust you. Yeah. And she's like... <gasps> yeah. Captain America trusts me. Friend, <laughs> best friend. Oh no. <laughs> also, also, can we like this? This be like the the first in like a tradition of Steve sitting down with a, like a, a dad look on his face on someone's bed to have a conversation to make sure that they're doing okay because he does the same thing with Wanda <laughs> in Civil yeah. War, where he like sits down yeah. on her bed and he's like, "Hey, it's gonna be okay." Yeah. I'm like, yes, he's the dad friend, and I think we should know we should nurture this. Yeah. We should, yes. Yeah. Let's keep this going. Captain Dad he'll be, friend. He'll, he'll be yes. good with kids. And then we have Sam's job interview. <laughs> I thought you <laughs> yeah, said like, you were a consider pilot. Consider it a resume. <laughs> I never said pilot. Oh my god. For a second in the movie when I was like for the first time when they're talking about like all the levels of security they would have to get through <laughs> to get the, the Falcon gear. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, fuck, is this going to add, like, another 20 minutes to the movie? And then, no, they just have <laughs> nope. They're just like, no, we got yeah. it. They're just like, we're oh. good. Ah, yeah. Like, yeah, we can get that. Walt, <laughs> because it's exactly it's zero stretch need. of the imagination to know that they could get it easily. So Yeah. It's, like, it's behind this and this yeah. and this and five tons of Canadian steel or whatever. We, we blah, can blah, just blah. assume that to, they won. Cut to Kuzco yeah. and Pacha going, Pacha going off the waterfall in Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we get boy. Sitwell and Gary Senator Gary Shandling. <laughs> I ugh. 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 Senator ugh. Shandling. Ugh. Twenty three kinda about, hot ugh. Hail Hydra. Like I just But then that whisper the Hail whisper Hydra. that sparked a million memes. That, that moment 
That yep. meme. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was yep. so good. Yeah. And, like, I am sad to say that there was a point fairly soon after watching this movie when my friend was not feeling great about stuff. And it was like, okay. And then we had a hug. And then I whispered Hail Hydra in her ear to make her laugh. And I'm really annoyed that I did that now. (laughs) But it was so funny at the time and it did take her out of her funk. But, you know. Well, it was funny at the time because we didn't have to deal with actual Nazis. (laughs) Yeah, truth. And Nazi cap. Oh, my God. This movie about fake Nazis felt a lot lighter before we actually had to deal with a resurgence of actual Nazis. And now you got assholes like Steve Miller with his little WP hand signal thing in the White House. Being like, hey guys, what? Nah. Anyway. Ugh, he can just go fall on something uncomfortable. Yeah. I hope you step on a Lego. <laughs> I'm like, what can I say on a podcast that won't get me <laughs> Put on a investigated list? by the oh, FBI piffle. and the Secret oh, Service? <laughs> I'm assuming that we've passed that mark like three episodes ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nah, they don't care about us, trust me. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the, the 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 intro with Falcon, like they get Sitwell, and they've you know they're like, oh, you know, you need to go around to the left to get into this car, and I'd hate for something to get onto your tie. It looks uh, really expensive. I'm pretty sure that was Natasha with a laser pointer. That's, yeah, I'm like, I love that idea that they don't have a weapon; it's just a laser pointer because yeah, it'll work. It's fun. It'll work. It's like the end of Breaking Bad when they have the little sniper scope, and my roommate turns to me, he's like. I bet that's just Jesse's stupid friends with the laser pointer, and it was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And so they they take Sitwell up to the roof, and they have- You're not going to throw me off the roof. Yeah, but she will. Yeah, that's that's not your style. (laughs) It's hers. It's hers. He fixes Sitwell's suit before he even says it's hers. Like- and yeah. then she, let's just get you ready. And for she this. does the yeah. uh, the nice little you know the push kick. This is Sparta. Yeah, yep. Just knocks him off, and he's like he's screaming, and they and they're nonchalantly, and nonchalantly starts trying to set him up with another date. Have you, been, have you thought about what's her face? And blah 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 blah. blah. With like, a tongue ring, with the lip oh, piercing. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> no, no, he's not. <laughs> and then <laughs> Sam just zooms <laughs> up, <laughs> drops it well on the roof. And you have that amazing, or however you make like, a falcon screech noise. Oh, that wingspan! It was such a great <laughs> intro to that wingspan. That whole rig is so cool, and it was such a great yeah. way of taking, you know, his comic book form and translating it into something that works on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah something that wasn't really out of place and kind of dumb next Red to wing. what they'd already established. Yeah, it could have easily been stupid. It was just yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. I love that Anthony Mackie was like, well, you know, you need to put me in some spandex because then it can look really good. And they're like, no, we're not putting you in spandex. Nobody's he's in like, spandex. But, but, but look at my, but he's like, look at my butt. And look at my, really well. you know, come on. But look how much work people, I did. You need to put me in something that shows my form next to these people. It's like, yeah, you can run. Yes, they did. It's called uh. Under Armour. <laughs> yeah. Under, that's what Under Armour <laughs> is. It's so good. I love it. I know. Oh, I wish it wasn't so expensive. It is. Also, I wish they made the alter ego line for women better. Yeah, there's only been because... like a couple of them, right? It's just Black Widow and did did Scarlet Witch get one? No, like it, they don't even have that. Huh? No, the alter ego line for women is really crappy. Like most of them are just like basic logos huh. without any of the like 
like shading and musculature you see on the yeah, guys. I really and I think it's just like that girl in Wonder Woman. I think that's it. I think I think I missed the boat on the um on because they did like a really good line with Age of Ultron, and I I totally wanted to get like all of them. I could swear it was, I thought I thought on the Age of Ultron. Well, I suppose we'll talk about it when we do Age of Ultron. But yeah, whatever. Under Armour, it's good. Anyway, so Sitwell totally snaps because he's a you know big gigantic baby. Yep. And we yeah. have a name drop that comes up later in the MCU that I was not overly Dr. pleased. Stephen Strange. I was not overly pleased to hear this name dropped because I don't like Stephen Strange. You don't like Stephen Strange? Mm-hmm. No. I've not even watched the movie. <laughs> what? No. Whoa. I've, I've mentioned before that I've not watched the movie and I have no plans on it. Stephen Strange is one of those characters that when he shows up on the page, I start skimming because mm-hmm. I really huh. just... Scott Corelli gave me some stuff that he really likes, and I just read it, and I'm just like, this is just orientalist crap. Okay, well, yep. um, I mean, I not that I'm I not, not that, that I ever really read his his stuff. I didn't really care. Um, I just liked the movie, so I guess we'll talk about that when Stephen Strange comes up. I'm, I'm yeah. not I'm not shitting on you for liking the movie. I I enjoyed the movie when I saw it in in spite of my issues mm. with Same. it. Uh, my my big like thing that I'm happy about though is that I know that um in the future the Sorcerer Supreme will be Billy Kaplan, Wanda's terrifyingly powerful gay son. So <laughs> Oh right. So he sit, sit so, well yeah. saying like we're totally going to use these flying helicarriers. A couple million kill, people off at a time. To kill like a couple million people at once. All the people who were like, you know, dangerous to Hydra's thing. And I'm like, what? And what? I'm I'm just thinking what? to myself <laughs> Jasper Mr. Sitwell, you understand that that means you too, right? <laughs> no, he doesn't, because he's exactly. like one of those voters who are like, oh, wait, but I didn't think you meant me. <laughs> you aligned yourself with Nazis. They care about uh, one thing and one thing only. You don't fit with that. Messed up. Anyway, so Sitwell dies. Yeah, it gets... <laughs> oh, it Bucky. Oh, my God. Ripped out of a moving car by Bucky <laughs> and thrown in front of a truck. Listen, I know we're not supposed to light the Winter Soldier at this point, but that was super funny. <laughs> was. Bucky, take the wheel. Bucky, Bucky does like take just the wheel. Freaking rips it out of Sam's hands. He's like, "What the no?" I I love. Yeah, this is like a really great like moment in the car where she's like yeah. trying to shoot and like uh, who was it? Sam driving and like mm-hmm. Steve's in the back, yes. like holding, yeah. and they're all like sort of like yeah. work, trying to work together, like trying to survive as one. And it's like that, that was a great little like tense moment in the car. I loved and then, it. Yeah. And then Steve uses the door as a shield. Yeah. Yeah. Another again. Because he did that in the first yep. one too. Right? <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. not, not in that same he way, but a, he yeah. uses it as like a you know, it's like ah, let's get out of the car. And he's like holding his three, his two humans. He's like, guys, with me. Yeah. I'm also with my chickies. <laughs> I will protect you with my giant Dorito body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the car stops short, and Bucky goes flying off the roof and just like grabs this concrete with his metal hand and it's scraping and leaving these like dents in the street as he pulls himself to a stop. I just, I really love the physicality of the Winter Soldier in the sequence. Yes. It's, it's just so phenomenal. Yeah. And then the music as well, yes. the music. Yes. When it gets to that bit when it's, he's fighting one-on-one with Steve. Yeah. And the, it's, you can feel the build up so much. You're like, oh no, it's building up to something. It's building up to something and you know you're being played by the music, but you can't help it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm always on edge, just as much on edge during this scene 
as I was in the uh, the car chase car uh, the car chase with Fury mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. And you also have some really clever Natasha in going. Yeah, you do. I turned her into a verb. <laughs> like there's the part where she's a. Uh, yeah. First, she shoots him in the goggles right. from underneath, which is <laughs> yeah. She brilliant. she was like she like used and her she, her thing like she, she shoots she, off she shoots off his his glasses or his goggles the way that Neo punches Agent Smith's glasses off in the in the Matrix. Well, yeah, but that was after like she Basically. she got off of one yep. side of the freeway and like did her little you know grappling hook down, and so she was under under the thing. And she was running and she was about to like come out to where they she were going to blast her, and she saw she, the, saw she sees shadow. the shadow. She's like really well aware of what's going on. She has yep. like great situational awareness, like really thinking a couple steps ahead of everybody. Um, the only thing I don't like about what she does is that she's using two guns at once. I hate people that use two guns at once, but whatever. Uh, you know, you've... but then she's. You know, she's clearing people out of the way. Yep, yep. Um, which she does again in Age of Ultron. It's mm-hmm. I, I like that she's trying to clear civilians out of the area. But then she also does that really clever thing where she play she records herself and plays her yeah, phone on yeah. repeat and has it there uh, behind so that the tire. She she's somewhere. I feel like she already had that prepared as and well. Yeah. Sure she did. Yeah, she did. Cuz yeah. cell phones are really useful things. So she leaves things. that recording and the he he throws that little bomb and she comes and like attacks like flying him with at her him thighs. with the, the garrote. She's like, Kah! and he's yeah. able to get his arm up there oh, and just in the so way. Good. It's like, oh, he like throws her down and she's got like the little her her like zapper thing throws it on his on his arm. Mm-hmm. Yep, ah. check off zapper planting. Oh my god, the way the arm resets yeah. afterwards like is just sort of like flexing like like horrifying. <laughs> It's like this. The, the it's like the rings of it, kind of like it's almost like they're doing the thing that the uh, the destroyer does, yeah. like in the first Thor, like a little. Yeah, that's nah, so cool. And then he shoots. Yeah, her she, in the back. she's trying to run away because she's like, ah, yeah, this is not a good fight for me. <laughs> this is, this is not great. Lose. <laughs> this is not great. Yep. Run you gotta, away. You gotta know when to get out. Yep. Bang! Right through the shoulder. It's like, oh yep. no. But then, fortunately, Steve shows and then up. Steve to the rescue. Oh, Steve's yeah. been through his own shit. After, yeah, after he did yep. the awesome, like you know, like squaring off with the guys with all the guns, like he saved he took everybody. Took a in grenade the bus. to the shield. Yeah, took a grenade to the shield. He took the the Gatling gun. Oh my like, god! He's just like walking up into it. I'm like, oh my yes! god! And then Sam like is up there on the t- on the on the the freeway and is able to save him. I'm like, oh, this is so good. This... It's like picking so much people good off fighting. Up there. I love it. Teamwork. They make a great teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work. And then Natasha shoots Bucky with a rocket launcher. Yeah, but that that hand to hand sequence with Bu- with Steve and Bucky so is good. the best. Oh my god! Thing I've yeah. ever seen. I love all like the the knife. The knife. Yes, play. the knife. Yes. And I love that you can t- you know it was Sebastian uh, Stan as well because there's so much footage of him rehearsing it. Yeah, and like just the little flips and the like knife dropping around. it from one hand to the other and and all the interchange. Oh, so good. I, I seriously thought about buying that knife. It's only like ninety dollars, <laughs> but it's I, I can't I can't bring myself. It's to a do. really yeah, awesome it's really knife. Awesome. Ah. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, that moment and then the fight when the mask comes off with him throwing him and the mask falls off, <gasps> Bucky, and then like all yeah. the sound kind of goes wonky yeah. and the lighting gets a little bit brighter, just kind of the way. Like when something really jarring has happened to you, yeah. your senses you sort kind of, of yeah, sort of out of whack. You zone in on what's he is zoned in on Bucky, and nothing yep. else matters in that moment. Yep. Yeah, that was Ooh, that was the was moment Bucky. that 
my arm took a beating from my friend sat next to me <laughs> who didn't who didn't know Poor guy. Poor person. <laughs> i was like well, I couldn't tell you guys, because that would ruin it. And you'd be mad at me for spoiling it. <laughs> right? You don't want to spoil it. I was like, I wish I could have gone in not knowing, because that would have been so cool. Yeah. I know. But I also am very familiar with Sebastian Stan's eyes, so I would have known it was him by that point. Yeah. As soon as he takes the goggles <laughs> off. Yeah, because you could see his eyes in the scene, uh, the fridge yeah. scene with Robert yeah. Redford earlier, so... Can we talk about how much acting he does with his eyes? Amazing. And there are moments. But we haven't even gotten to the best part of the eye acting on, I know. Uh, but there's definitely moments, even with the mask on, yeah. that you kind of see the sense of, like, get me off this crazy ride. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, there was an interesting, I think it was recently it came out that um, when they cast Sebastian, like, they straight up were like, they didn't know if he could play Bucky Barnes, but they knew he could play the Winter mm-hmm. Soldier. So they were really on the fence about casting him. I'm like, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's 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 interesting that even back in like 2010 when they cast him, like they knew he could play the Winter Soldier. So they they knew, they obviously knew at that point that what they were planning on doing in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we're looking ahead. They weren't casting necessarily for the first avenger with that character they were casting for future movies yeah 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 that is definitely something that uh you know the marvel cinematic universe has had going for it and you know the 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 great planning that's being done behind each individual movie by you know the producers led by feige and and everybody else that's there is is that uh you know first they they tried you know they're trying to make the movie that they're making good but it's always with an eye towards what can happen next. Strike moves in, gets gets them all on their knees. You're not going to kill Captain America in the street, man. We're not, not gonna, here. There's not a here. news chopper not here. over us. Like, not here. They load them all up onto a van. Nat's bleeding. Chekhov's Robin shows and... up. I wanna, I'm like, I want to know how long... Maria Hill listened to them talk before was like, all right, I guess I'll let time. my presence be known. I mean, the whole time. Like, but like, how long was this journey? Like, did she sit there for 10 minutes or did she sit there for two hours listening to them? Uh, I'm just an hour. Like, I think like they're at some minutes. sort of a dam or something. Like, yeah. you know, they had to get far enough yeah. outside of DC. I imagine they were probably going for 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, I, and I'm sure she didn't want to have to schlep Natasha very right. far yeah. while she was yeah, she, bleeding. You know, she probably wanted to get as close to where their base was yeah. as possible. Wait till the end of the journey, knock everybody out, yep. and then don't have to worry about getting discovered. You you know, lightsaber your way through the floor, and Bob's your uncle, you're off. Yep. And then she's like, who's this guy? I love it. That was so great. <laughs> Chekhov's Robin. Ah, thing was my hair. squeezing my brain. So then they get to uh, the base, and they're, uh, they're like, oh, she'll want to see him. See to the damn base. The yeah. damn base. And the then base. the thing that everyone knew was going to happen happened. Recovering Fury. He's recovering in a recovery room. You mean he's like, not we dead? We saw you flatline. <laughs> they cut you open. You were, your heart stopped. You mean they didn't kill Samuel Jackson? Collarbone, sternum, what? clavicle. <laughs> what do you mean he was only through six of nine movies? <laughs> I, I also really like that they used a uh, serum that was designed by Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. To slow yeah, his didn't heart work for rate him to fake his death. <laughs> yeah, 
He was like, it didn't work out for him, but we repurposed it. Yeah. And that's this is the scene where Steve decides, like, there's no salvaging shield. He's like, what? Salvage? No. I'm gonna burn it all. Nope. It's good. Burn it to the ground. Start yep. over. Fury clearly doesn't want to do this, but he's looking around. Like, he looks at Sam. Sam's like, don't look at me. I do what he does. Just slower. slower. Yeah, that was a great line. <laughs> Very unselfconscious. Just like, yeah, I know. I'm, I got a flying suit. That helps me keep up, but damn. He overlapped me, man. It's like, I don't have that super soldier serum. I got nothing to, nothing to be oh ashamed of. Oh my god. I just, I've just looked on the, the credits, um, and you know one of the Russo brothers was playing that doctor? <laughs> yes! It is, he's in here as Dr. Fine. <laughs> he called himself Dr. Fine. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well Good done, job. Joe Russo. <laughs> and then we cut to a malfunctioning Bucky. Yep. Oh my gosh. Uh, I hate this scene with every fiber of my being, and I want everyone complicit in it to die. In this creepy old it's bank. It's a really horrifying <laughs> scene. With all the open safe deposit boxes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like My first note on this is, but I knew him. I cried. I mean, I don't think I actually did cry, but like in my soul, I cried. Yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah. There was too many people in the room. He looks to... almost like childlike mm-hmm. yeah. in this scene. Because that's how they've conditioned him to be, right? To just take orders and that. Right. To take orders, not question. And like the, not the think lang- too much for himself. Yeah. And the language that, that Robert Redford's character uses with him is very much like placating a child. Like, hey, you want to be able to help yeah. us, yeah. right? And this is how we give the world the freedom. This is what you're doing for them. And I'm like, it's so gross, man. Stop. It's really gross and really manipulative, and it's just like abusive dad die oh. in a fire. It's abusive. It, it's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I hate that you can see that when when they say wipe him, he completely sh- like shuts. That you can see he's in a constant ta- state of panic mm-hmm. and terror because he knows he doesn't. When he, kn- he opens doesn't his mouth yeah. for the mouth guard. Like they wipe him, but he knows there's part of him that just knows what's coming. And that it's yeah. going to hurt him and that he can't do anything to stop it. Like, my soul is hurting for Bucky Barnes in this moment. And also, like, if he needs a mouth guard to handle what they're doing to him, yeah. can you imagine how painful that process yeah. is? Mm. Like, he brushes, he brushed off so much violence earlier and so much, like, on his, on his person. The fact that he's screaming yeah. like this is just... Yeah, no. This 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 scene is what makes me most hate people who villainize Bucky Barnes. Yeah. Cuz how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, how dare you? One of the things that's really interesting to me is the reaction that Rumlow gives to it. Ugh. Ugh. Cuz he's he's horrified. Gross. Like but there's a part of him. Yeah. That looks sort of intrigued by it there but for the grace of god go i like there's the intrigue that he has it makes i'm like that's what that makes my skin crawl Mm -hmm. even more because he knows it's super wrong but he's still like he's but what could i do yeah he's blonsky if blonsky didn't actually like super want to be the hulk (laughs) <laughs> Blonsky was not in the in the shield strike team so I choose to believe that he is not Hydra okay fair I like okay, it sure. so he can come back and I'm be a you. hero yeah. <laughs> I'm with you to the end of the line pal <laughs> I cry 
And he's like, I love the fact that, you know, Sam comes up to Steve after this, you know, he's like, I don't, the guy, like, I don't think he's the kind of guy you save. He's the kind you stop. And Steve's first reaction is, well, A, he needs to suit up, but B, he wants to suit up in a way that's going to make Bucky remember him. So he steals the suit from the Smithsonian. And that's another thing. Okay, the Smithsonian, I'm assuming these are replicas because... Yeah, his motorcycle Otherwise, how would they have... The motorcycle that was in the Smithsonian, that was destroyed when they... Also, Bucky's clothes, he fell in them. Steve's clothes, (laughs) he took a plane down Uh in them. They're very good museum... They're museum replicas. They're very good quality reconstructions of what was there. Also, they did dig Steve out of the ice, so they could have saved his clothes from there. Yeah, but then... They'd be all But bath- the fact yeah. of the matter is, even if it's a replica, Bucky will recognize it. Yes. Aww. It just probably does not for the best in terms of protection. Yeah, but he's yeah. not after protection. Whoa. He, Yeah. We- we've already covered the fact that Steve is reckless and vaguely suicidal at times. Yes. yes? At times, yeah. He cares that much. A lot. Well, because, and this, this also, like, from the earlier scene with Sam at the VA, like, which that the a thing that really breaks my heart in this film is the look on Steve's face when he says that he doesn't know what makes him yeah. happy. Yeah. Bucky made him happy because it also, and it it also it highlights that just because someone seems perfectly functioning, doesn't mean that they, at their very core, are not in serious right. trouble with their own sort of yeah mental health. Because to all, like people seeing Steve is the height of. Um, health. He is very well put together. He seems to know what he's doing day to day life. He functions the most. But he, mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he's, he's got a smile on his face a lot of the time. It doesn't mean, but he doesn't know what makes him happy. He has a smile on his face when he says that. Now they have to go through this crazy plan to get on board the helicarriers and swap out the MacGuffins. And they, and they do this by taking over the control of a um, radio office booth office thing, um, which is being operated by one Ab- Danny Pudi! Abed. It's not Danny Pudi, it's Abed Nadir. Okay, that Abed. is straight up Abed. <laughs> he, yeah, he it left, is Abed. He left Greendale for a lucrative career with <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> I mean, like, the dean somehow made, made it to whatever college that was. MIT. Yeah. MIT. With his fantastic ideas, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really I, I look forward to the future community um, uh, cameos in Me Marvel too. films. <laughs> See, this is their movie. I mean, we have the Russo brothers on uh, Infinity War, so yep. they'll probably. But be there's already five hundred characters. There's already like five hundred characters in that. Well, the I think the Russo bros confirmed that they're gonna as long as they're doing um, MCU movies, they're gonna continue with the community cameos. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Joel McHale shows yep. up and Allison Brie. Just... <laughs> oh, man. But I'd be absolutely just so stoked if, like, Donald Glover shows up. I know. That would be great. Well, I mean, but Donald Glover was in Spider-Man Homecoming as, um, what's his face? The Night Stalker. I know, but I mean, like, again. Well, I think he will. Um, As Troy. He better. Oh, as Troy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Troy and Abed. Troy and Abed saving S.H.I.E.L.D. All right. So Steve makes his big heroic speech. Did you did you write this? Did, did you practice? Did you write that down? Or was it just off the top of your head? <laughs> and then Romlo tries to 
he pulls a gun on this poor kid and it's like, yeah. oh my preempt the launch. Just got a security yeah. clearance, fresh out of college, and first job. This guy stands in and says, no. Captain says, no. Like, yeah. I, I wish I could say with certainty that I would make that call if I was in that situation. Oof. Like, that guy is a hero. I don't know if but, I could. But also, like, in my defense, I don't work for a top secret government agency, right. so it no. shouldn't be in my wheelhouse. It's it's not. And it's, it's not going to yeah. be. Here's I hoping. Love, yeah. One of the things I really love yeah. about the scene, um, once all the bullets start flying and everything, is that um, if they're Sharon shooting kicks, at you, they're bad. Sharon kicks him out of the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. She sees Rumlow go back to shoot him, and she kicks him down to save his life. Yep. Yeah. Because that's yeah. that's not a guy who's been trained for right. combat. That's a guy who's been trained to write code. He's an analyst. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that we also we see him again. Yes. Agents helping him with the new shield, right? Voltron. Yeah. Agent Analyst Solidarity. Well, like he Ooh. definitely proved himself, right? right? The guy, the guy yeah. in the chairs got stones. I mean, I, if he, Can you imagine being that person and say. like out of all the people in the entire room, you're the first person. It's like this is a big room. You're the first person this who has to make room, a call guys. in public and declare which side you're oh, on. Please God, no. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm like oh, having boy. a panic attack. I probably would have just fainted. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like launch the ships <laughs> or oh, I would have thrown up sleep? just like throw up on Rumlow if you fainted under the pressure hopefully Rumlow's not big enough of a dick to shoot oh, you is. because you fainted <laughs> he 100% is yeah, even if he wouldn't shoot you he would definitely kick yeah. you while you were down yeah I'd rather get kicked than shot oh but before before Steve's speech yeah. um Pierce and invite welcomed the members of the World Security oh, yeah. Council to the big office. Yeah. Ah, yes, with their shiny lo- badges, badges. Badges, everybody, badges. And very, very importantly, one of them took a taxi from yep. the airport. Yeah, I'm still kind of mad about how they dealt with that situation. Wait, when this woman like busts out and like kicks everyone's uh-huh. asses, I was like, yes, and it was like, oh, it's, oh, I guess it's just. The same woman who get- yeah. you wanted it to be the yeah, old lady. I, did. I love Jenny Aguder. She's great. I wish they would have set up that mesh earlier. Chekhov's face yeah. mesh. Like, it, yeah, if mesh. they'd ever used it before. Yeah, like yeah. they could have used it on Hill it, it, when she was mm-hmm. infiltrating. Like that would have yeah. Yeah. made because, a lot of sense. Yeah. But but you know you know who you know how it would have been the in the the old woman doing the ass kicking if yeah. they had cast Helen Mirren. Yep. Yeah. If it had been Helen Mirren, you knew she would have killed them all. <laughs> like, I really enjoyed the idea that this woman, because she's obviously had to do stuff to get to that level of power. Mm-hmm. But, like, the implication with making the one woman there who gets to kick ass be Natasha, who's the one woman in the MCU who gets to kick ass, yeah. it was just kind of, it didn't sit right with me. Hmm? Sharon Carter's kicking ass. It, not in the same way, though. Do you know what I mean? Like they've they've set up very yeah. much within the like until very recently. It was pretty much, hey, okay, we need a woman to be in this movie. Well, Natasha's here. Let's just use her. Yeah. And so, it's uh, yeah. Fair. I wanted there to be more than just Nat yeah. being the person who gets to kick all the ass. Also, I liked seeing her kicking ass because she was in Call the Midwife, and I recognized her from that. But yeah, that was a, it was a good scene. Oh. And so she, yeah, she takes a little mesh off, and she's going to go, like, hack the, hack the Gibson and, and release all of Hydra and S.H.I.E.L.D.'s information to the world. I am oh, adamant about good. this. The true hero arc of this movie is Natasha's. 
because she goes from the beginning of compartmentalizing, keeping secrets. That's how she stays alive. That's how she does what she needs to do. And Pierce questions her, are you ready for the world to see you as you truly are? Mm -hmm. And what she truly is is kind of ugly. You know, her history is dark. She has done some very, very dark things. And she sacrifices all of her security, all of the the anonymity that keeps her safe, all of her secrets. She gives those up to save the world, which I I think makes Natasha the hero of this movie. Well, the next bit is um, Sam flying around and being awesome with his wings and Steve running around and kicking ass with his everything. Found those bad guys you were talking about. Machine pistols. Evasive maneuvers. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. And then Bucky shows up. Okay, so I do... Yeah, so the, you know, the first two helicarriers, like the chip, the whole programmy chip thing goes down pretty pretty much easily, right? Like, Sam has a little more problems because, you know, he's not Captain America and has to get away from the Quinjets, but as far as the final hel- helicarrier goes, like, why didn't they have multiple chips in their pockets? <laughs> Maybe there were only three in existence. Yeah, because they're terrible at planning, oh, like, forward planning. Right. They were like, we'll make these just in case, oh, but... You know, they they were running with limited resources, okay? When, like, when, like Bucky shows up, like, that, that scene, like, when, like, some strike guys that aren't with Hydra oh, God, are going so cool. to get into their jet, and they're like, we are got to go help, we got to go help Cap, we're the only ones uh, yeah. in the air, you know, they're going to help, blah, blah, and then just the grenade, like, pops in there and kills them all. I know. It made me sad. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, you guys. Yeah, because no. Bucky is also, terrifying. When Bucky goes to get in the jet, he just shoots the dude who's sitting there. And then gives like in the door. Gives a fashion look, like whips his hair. He back. gets in and starts flying. I don't think he removed the body. He didn't. No. Nope. He just got he in there not. and was flying around with a dead body. He does not he does not extend ex- uh, expend energy he doesn't need to. Right. Unless it's to throw a fashion look. <laughs> <laughs> Blue steel. Yep. He literally, before he gets in the plane, whips his hair back and climbs in sideways so that he's given his good side. That is true. Yeah. Do you know who does the same thing? Loki. (laughs) Long hair, really dramatic. Long hair, don't care. Love him. Yep. Love him. Yeah. So this final fight is, again, like really well choreographed and, and just... It's yeah, like it's something really out of Star emotional. Wars. Ugh, yeah. When he throws his shield really down. Really well choreographed. Like the... He's like, I'm not going to fight you. I'm with you, Buck. I'm with you, I'm with you Buck. <laughs> till the end of the line. Someone once recapped <laughs> this fight scene between the two of them as the two Pikachus from the first yes, Pokemon yeah. movie. <laughs> I was just thinking about that when they're slapping each other. Pika. Pika. <laughs> Pika, 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 and he's like, oh, I'm not gonna fight you. I'm like, I have to fight because that's what I was made for. Pika, Pika, Pikachu. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Continue with the with the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, I, I, so I don't remember if this was after the Winter Pika. Yeah, I think it's uh before Steve gets the final chip in, but the thing where Bucky's beating on him and going, "You're my mission." You're my friend. You're my mission. It's so good. And then he just <laughs> freezes. He's fumbling to get the chip in. and 
Mm-hmm. Bucky shoots him and he's crumpling and trying to stand and gets it at literally the last Actually, second. After Three, the last two, second. one. One. They're about to fire. Where, where do the targets go, guys? Guys. Guys, where are the it targets? It makes me think where of Galaxy targets? Quest when they <laughs> actually successfully disarm the thing, but it keeps going, and they're like, oh. Yeah. It, it has mm-hmm. to go all the way to because one. Because that's where it always stopped on the show. <laughs> yeah. I Also, well, yeah, like the, the, the helicarrier thing, it's not that high up. It's only a few hundred feet above DC. How is this thing, like, because they just look like cannons, like guns. They're not, like, firing missiles or something. It's not going to get And yet far. this thing is going to kill people all over the eastern seaboard? I don't think that's how the Earth works. You're using, just, you're <laughs> using Earth logic. Gah! I, it's not... Look, this is not Asgard. It's not a flat plane. <laughs> they can't just shoot from one state to the other. It's flat. a round planet. It's not hashtag, hashtag round flat Asgard. Asgard. Yeah. Round. Hashtag flat Asgard. Round. Flat. Round. Flat. So the helicarriers right, start so anyway. crashing into the Potomac. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, children. I had to break this up. Um, and and the guns yeah. like he, the guns turn on the other helicarriers and they blast each other out of the I sky did. and it looks but so the third cool. One... one of them crashes into a building where Sam is fighting Rumlow. Yep. yep. I like when he tells him to man, shut up. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I'm with you, Sam. I believe in you. Yep. You're yep. my fave. Tell him what's. And then what. he has to like jump out of the building. <laughs> And get caught in the helicopter. And they're in the helicopter. Like, well, they don't have the numbers on the outside of the building. Yeah, that that bit with that, the jumping yeah, from the building work. to the helicopter. Yeah. I was that uh, that strained my. I I'm already. I'm with you guys. Uh-huh. I'm with the Marvel Until Cinematic then. Universe. I buy a lot, but that was that that was hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I don't. Do you know how helicopters work with the spinny spinny choppy choppy blades? I mean. Um, I mean, they so, caught a guy in a helicopter in Jumanji. Why can't they do it in Winter Soldier? Whatever. <laughs> um, so back in the with the World Security Council, um, yeah. Pierce had taken a moment of everybody letting their guard down to set off the buttons and Zap, kill zaps. people. Lightsaber, yep. the lightsaber cutty thing. It's oh in my their God. chest. I don't, I don't get why he didn't just kill Nat straight away. Like, he had the button in his hand. I think he wanted he wanted Fury out in the open. Yeah, yeah and, and she has, she's leverage over the others. Like, killing the, the rest of the security council, like, those guys don't matter. But she, mm-hmm. like, he's basically got a gun to her head, and she's the only one of those that people that, yeah. that, like, Fury and, and Cap and any of the other, pe- mm. any of his other enemies yeah. care about. And then Nat uses her widow's bite on herself. I'm like, ow, oh, that really does yep. stink. Yeah. <laughs> to disarm it. <laughs> and then they get in the helicopter. It's like, oh, that those do hurt. <laughs> and Pierce has that, like, hail hydra death thing. And I love it, though. He's just, yeah. like, dying and watching breath. everything yep. crumble around him. I'm like, fuck you, that's what you yep. deserve, buddy. Everything you built. And then Steve falls out of the helicarrier. <laughs> yep, he falls out. And Bucky jumps in. Uh, and Bucky drags him out of the water. He pulled him out of the water. Why? Not without me, Mr. Frodo. You know why. Not without you me. You know why. <laughs> I love that when he wakes up in the hospital. Wind down to Trouble yeah. Man is so good. On your left. We got Trouble yeah. Man playing. Showing how everyone yep. kind of yep. shook out. Hill's going to work yep. for Stark Industries. Sh- uh, Sharon's with the yep. CIA. The yeah. CIA. And... An actual intelligence agency. 
Yeah. Nat's busting busting chops on the hill. One of those dudes is from Desperate Housewives, and I get distracted <laughs> whenever I see him. <laughs> also, guys, remember, Nat would not have been able to do that in an actual congressional hearing. No. Yeah, no kidding. That was that was that moment was mm-hmm. well, it was fun in the narrative and 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 a fun moment. No. It was just like mm, mm, that's not no. how these that's things not gonna work. work. It's like why shouldn't we arrest you? Because you're not gonna. It's like what? that's <laughs> not a <sighs> <laughs> that's not a reason. Je- that's guys. She's clearly a Jedi, and she just Jedi mind tricked them. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, look. Oh my god. So then Fury torches all of his stuff. Setting up his own fake headstone. Yep, yep. I love that his, uh, with the quote from- Pulp Fiction, yep. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is yeah. a pretty good little illusion. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Things kind of wind down. He's going to go off to Europe to try to rebuild slash- give Coulson the keys to S.H.I.E.L.D., I guess. And Nat has her little file from Kiev. Might not want to pull on that thread. Mm. And thus, Sam and Steve start their manhunt for Bucky. When do we start? When do we start? Well, in about three movies. (laughs) Credits roll! (laughs) I do feel kind of sad that this whole movie seemed to be building up to Steve finally getting to sort of distance himself from this stuff and he never gets yeah. that. Like, they set it up in so yeah. many scenes that he wants to get out, but he never gets to leave. Yeah. Not for three he movies. Can. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah, hopefully. They keep reeling me yeah. back in. I'm hoping that when Infinity War happens yeah. that they don't kill him, that he just gets to live his life. Mm-hmm. The life that he chooses. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he already chose it. Well, so he keeps mm-hmm. he wants he wants to be out, but then he's also willing to put the 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 greater good ahead of what he yeah. wants, and that's what's happening here. Like he still yeah. wants yeah. to be done. The needs of the many, yeah, outweigh the needs yeah. of the few or the one. Yeah, I think there's also a differentiation between the work he does for Shield and the work he does as an Avenger. Yeah, and yeah. There's a big arc in Age of Ultron for Steve about what is home, mm-hmm. um, which we'll we'll get to when we do Age of Ultron. But I, I think part of the point of that is that you know Shield is not his home, right? You know, yeah. being an Avenger mm. is, you know, yeah, what Steve should be doing with another the world. reason he was against like the Accords and stuff because it was yeah, Vienna. that makes sense. Higher power, supposedly, exactly. telling them what they should or should mm-hmm. not be doing. Mm. Yeah. I I have many, yep. many feelings about Civil War, which hmm. I, I could imagine we'll get three hours out of that movie. <laughs> We're going to need to start earlier. Ourselves. <laughs> yeah, probably. If we can. I so our know. end credits se- sequences. Uh, <laughs> first, we have Baron von Strucker. Introducing us to his miracles. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck the is he age calling of them miracles? miracles. <laughs> stupid line. Because they're not allowed to say but mutants. But not mutants. They're but not, not allowed mutants. to say it. It's copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. They Fox can now, but... But not anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and just like those shots of Pietro and Wanda are so like they horrifying are. and eerie. Mm. Especially and when she like twists anyone the, the who... blocks. 
at the very end, like she twists yeah. her hands. It's like so even if creepy. they were quote unquote volunteers, even if they were quote oh, yeah. unquote volunteers, these two were tortured, and there is no like mm-hmm. two no. ways about it. They and were I children. Notice this yeah. time, um, Wanda's hand is in an ace bandage. Mm. I mm. just noticed it for the first time, and I'm like, what the fuck did they do to her? Like, yeah, she probably sprained it doing her <laughs> funny they- hand thingies. And then they changed. Oh yeah, yeah. Because moving DNA. her hands around is so strenuous. Well, I mean, you know, like you you try to try to put your fingers like this way and then that way. Like you can't see it because we're on microphones and stuff. But like I'm doing this thing, and if you hold it for too long, it's gonna cramp up. Yeah, really no, bad. I, ah, I have ah. been playing a witch recently, and it is it is <laughs> it's rough on the wrists doing weird stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if you've ever seen like a mantis style kung fu. And you try to emulate mm. that, it'll just mess up your wrists mm. so but fast. Yeah, no, the I way that this bandage is, though, I don't get dumb. the feeling that it's a sprain. I get the feeling that it's something else. Okay. Like cut up mm. or something. Yeah. I, I think it's bad. She's it's all bad. By these people. And then if you get to the end of the credits, we go. It's Bucky! Yeah. Yeah, because. Oh, yeah, no, because Bucky, Bucky, Bucky snuck past security because Stan Lee was fired early in the movie. Yeah. Also, oh, yeah, um, yeah. no, I just noticed both of both of the twins have uh, bandages and they're on um, IVs. Hmm. That would make sense. Really? They're, hold- they're holding IVs in place, mm-hmm. but they're, yeah, they're ratty looking. Uh, mm. yeah. Eastern European IVs. Yeah. Because it's, it's coercion. Former Soviet yeah. IVs. Like, they were children who... Not quite actually volunteers. Ugh. Yeah, that's why I say air quote volunteers. I've seen so many people yeah. be like, they volunteered for Hydra. I'm like, fuck you. Go to, go to the war or mm-hmm. go to the war orphanage and be like, hey guys, who'd like to come with us? And who be wants special? to get fed today? Who wants yep. to get some revenge against the people you think are responsible yeah. for your entire family dying? This is how you can do it. This yeah. is your only way out. Like it's that's like, not you know the 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 volunteers gonna, in a child army talk are about not that volunteers. For Age of Ultron. And yeah. not extend this by another 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 So, Bucky, Bucky, can you imagine <laughs> finding out about yourself from a museum? A museum that might not oh. even know what your real birthday is. Right? How does he know what's the truth? <laughs> Maybe that's why he's looking so concerned in this last shot, because he can see the issues with this. He's like, this isn't quite right. But look, I don't remember what it is, but I know that's not right. Look, he's wearing a hat, so we know that he's Team Cap. <laughs> Excuse me, but. Yeah. Well, actually... He really, he really wants to go to the museum curator and be all, well, actually. Yeah, let me explain to you a thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. He doesn't remember what went on. How is he going to correct the curator? Well, here's the thing. I don't think he... I, I feel like Bucky knows that it's not the truth, but he know he doesn't know enough right. to know why it's not the truth. To know what the truth is. Um, like You know when you just know something's not right? Mm-hmm. But it's... Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like that, that thing was... Uh, the quote from it, I think it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's like that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about X Y Z to dispute it. Like I, it doesn't sound quite right, but yeah, no, I don't know. It's any- that thing where it's yeah. like sort of on the tip of your tongue, and it, you can't quite get it, and there's just like, a- yeah. It's almost, almost there, but it's not mm-hmm. quite there, and that is the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. And I'm thinking that if Bucky's going through life feeling like that, I feel so I, bad yeah, for the I guy. Think- I think that is Bucky's entire life right now. Where everything's on the tip of his tongue, but he can't quite Yeah, can't get quite it. can't quite connect the neurons. Oh, my brain itches just thinking about it. 
Side note, his eyes are beautiful in the scene. Yes. But they're always beautiful. Yes. <laughs> they're, ah. Yeah, she beat me to it. But like particularly in yes. this scene, I'm like looking at them, they're so clear. Becca, we keep saying the same thing. Ugh. Cool. So this has been Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Well, Naomi, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, yes! Next week. Ooh. Next week we are going to be Woo-hoo! shooting off to completely unexplored territory in the Marvel Universe for Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm hooked on a feeling. <laughs> All right. Good luck, listeners. I know you've got a long work day ahead of you. I hope Have it goes well. Have a good well. week. And... Listen to the awesome mix to get in the yes. mood. Woohoo! Woohoo! Also, listen. Woo! Also, listen to the Captain America Winter Soldier score because it is amazing and it's one of my favorite oh. MCU scores ever. You probably yes. got us through iTunes, so just click on over to the store and get yourself Woo-hoo. that music. Oh, speaking of iTunes reviews, subscribe. Burr. See you next anyway. time. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>